on this episode of the Buzzkill Podcast. Baby Spice, Baby Spice, that one was, it was always too weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, even as a kid, it was a little too weird. And then Posh Spice, everybody, I mean, come on. Well, sure. Everybody had a Posh Spice. Everybody wanted to bend it like Beckham. Yeah, everybody wanted to bend it like <laughs> Listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 320. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we go full meta and reenact all those things we saw in those movies we weren't allowed to watch as kids. So bend over, James. It's time for a real stabathon. <laughs> In never stop screaming. That, that title takes oh, on. Oh, I'm a- gonna scream. <laughs> so that title takes on a whole different meaning. Uh, it really that does. Intro. Wow. <laughs> I wish you'd run these things by me first. No, you'd say no, and then I'd never get any action. <laughs> no, I would say yes. <laughs> I would say yes, Michael. <laughs> yes. Never stop screaming. (laughs) Scream my name. Hi, Mike. I'm Jim. And, um. (laughs) That's my sex voice. Don't you feel sorry for my wife? I'm Jim. (laughs) (laughs) You're killing me early. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I think that's it. Take, Take it all. You dirty girl! It's like it's like, it's like a cross between Mickey Mouse and <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hey guys, uh, Mama Jen's here as well. <laughs> I am embarrassed. To be friends with the two oh, Jen! Of you, honestly. Uh, oh wow! Why can't we hear you? Why I don't is, know. Why is you your Why is it. your voice? Why is your voice so low? After all that, you broke it. Ah, uh, what's going on? We just spent an hour right. figuring this out. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. What's going on here? Well, we spent an hour figuring this out and all of the problems of the world. So. That's very Correct. true. We did yes. get some shit done. Very true. Um, okay, try this. What? Hi. Oh, hi. Hi. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. I think you're a little better. <laughs> just remember to speak so into the funny. microphone like just, it's a dick. Okay. Just, just, just right, just, just right, right, right up, up in it. We're, Just, we're, we're so nice to you. <laughs> I don't know why I come back here, to be honest. Hi, Jen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Did you call Wonderful. her Mama Jen? I did. Yeah. Oh, I, I, thought, I thought we went back to roommate Jen. No, oh, we changed that We changed that like 10 times yeah, ago. It, oh. got, it got changed. Then it, it went back for a minute because oh my, we said, I'm, no, I, I'm forever roommate Jen, even though I'm nobody's roommate but my child's. But um, well, your mother's. <laughs> oh, my mother's too. <laughs> hey, I was trying not to call that out on for all three people that listen to this. That's but, true. Oh, uh, there's ah. four now. Shut oh, up. but one of them's me, so I don't count. Oh, oh, well, oh. don't do that to yourself. <laughs> you you count for something, Jen. Oh, yes, your fourth listener apparently. I, hear we have, I feel like she's really loud now. Turn it yeah, t- turn, turn it turn it down just what a the, touch. What the what the shit? Okay, yes. we're getting it dialed Fuck in, folks. We don't have sake. people here very often. No, we don't. Because nobody likes me and Mike, except just, for our four listeners. Uh, no, most of them don't like us either. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, 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 that's yeah. At least one of them talks mad shit about us, and we only say the nicest things about him and his shitty podcast right inaccurate (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, we're talking about Jen? Mm. Oh. Is that what no. we're talking about? You have a shitty podcast too? I do. I hide it from you so you're not jealous. Mine's just better. What's it about? How to how to pick up dudes on in Scotland. How to pick up dudes <laughs> on business trips. <laughs> exactly. It's very informative. <laughs> Obviously. I'm gonna go test the theory in a couple weeks. How to how to how to collect rancid English seed. <laughs> English seed for dummies. That's it. That's the book. <laughs> oh, now, sorry, Jen. Out next now summer, a national folks. podcast. <laughs> right. Um, how uh, how's life, guys? How you doing? Well, it's what's, Tuesday, what's, isn't it? What's up? <laughs> I hate you so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, I feel like it's been shit twenty four like hours since yeah. I've seen you guys. Right. right? I did have to. Uh, <laughs> I had to leave my car at the restaurant last night. <laughs> You, you just leave the whole car there? Not because I... Well, yeah, I mean... Did you not go back and get it? I couldn't just take part of it with me. Well, did you not go back and get it? <laughs> no, we just went back this morning. Oh, Jesus. It wasn't because I was oh, drinking you didn't too. go ride your bike back like you said, <laughs> said you were going to? I wanted to. Aaron, I was all geared up and ready to go. I was actually excited for a nice yeah. night bike ride all the way back to Fishbones, but Aaron was afraid I was going to get hit by a car, so... Well, well that's probably valid. valid. Yeah. That's no, why I was like, no, I can just I, drive you back there. He's like, no, absolutely not. I was no, like, okay. I wanted the ride. I... <laughs> Because I listen, I ride on sidewalks because I'm not a prick. Sure, yeah. you know. Sorry, bikers, if you're listening to this right now. No, you're, no, you're no, dicks. No. Like if yeah, you ride fuck, in the middle of the road, you're a fuck dick. you bikes. And if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna ride on the road, respect the fucking uh, rules of the road. Yeah, don't yeah. be riding through red lights. Right. Yep. Right. If if I have to treat you like another vehicle on the road, you better fucking stop at every stop sign. Yeah. And every red light. Yep. Otherwise. Yeah. Just gonna run you over. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's. I think it's actually. Ever, I I think it's actually right legal at that point. Do you ever have that thought when you're driving and you see a bike rider on the side of the road? You're like, I could just end this motherfucker right now. <laughs> those are called like. In, those like, are called I, intrusive I, thoughts. Yeah, I think it's like, a fear, I, like, not a not a like. How many points do I get? Kind of situation. But well, it's that too. I, but it's, it's more like a. I have the power it's to do 25, this right, right? Now. Yeah. It's what? Twenty-five points for a biker. <laughs> yeah. I think they've like gone down in points over oh, the years because there's so many of them. Uh, what if it's, it's like maybe fifteen? What tops if it's a now? child biker? No, or you're back up. You're back up to thirty. Ah, yeah. there it is. There it is. <laughs> no, that I, I do only because it terrifies me. Like, I, I I'm do too. so worried that I, I like if there is not something coming in the oncoming traffic lane, I will damn near get all the way over. Like oh, so to what, avoid you guys are saying the opposite thing. Like you're saying, yeah, like oh, I'm excited about yeah, it. I'm terrified. To no, I have yeah. those intrusive yeah. thoughts. Like yeah. I'm like I'm like what what if you it's know? Like, like I, I could I could just turn my wheel and and just plow this person. I took right a now. test mm-hmm. near 20 years ago that says at 16 years old I kind of know how to do this, and that just gives me a license to essentially run somebody off the road. I mean that's, that's not a, the yeah. that's not the only place you have intrusive thoughts though, right? Well, no. It's like every every once in a while you're like oh I could. I could technically stab my boss in the neck right now. Oh, I fantasize about it. <laughs> you know, I fantasize. That's, that's, his, that's a daily dream of his. That's not oh a, my god! I've never noticed how flat intrusive. the back of my boss's head is until recently, and it's just very. Oh, there's no canvas. There's no definition between head and neck. It's just no, like no, one... no. Oh no, there is. There's a gap there. It's just oh. like the 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 the, the, the back just, of his head. It's very oh, punchable. so he was he very was, punchable. He must have been. He must have been left in his. Cradle a lot as a baby. Maybe he was not rotated. He was not loved enough well, so, as a child. So, so I guess that explains at least some things. Maybe, I maybe. I um, feel like your boss in general is just punchable. Well, regardless one, of what part of his one, face yeah. you're well, looking I at, guess, either one. 
I guess both. You know, one day, <laughs> right. one, one day he's gonna listen to this, and I'm just gonna get fired. <laughs> that's that's what's gonna happen. Well, we could, we could job, only hope, right? Know. Yeah. Right. Well, good thing I'm gonna make so much money from podcasting. Oh, do we? Speaking of, I haven't been seeing. If you want a free that. book on Audible? <laughs> <laughs> check out our Audible link at audibletrial.com slash the buzzkill podcast wow that's good feed my family that's good that's do, you, do you have a recommendation for a book um no okay just, just the, the world's your oyster <laughs> you know go a, ahead no. you know what's a bummer is today's june 2nd right yep mm-hmm. well for the next oh yeah 40 you haven't finished it yet have you yet. haven't finished it yeah no, I haven't started Oh, it. you haven't started yet. I okay. usually start it on June 1st, uh, but we were at the zoo yesterday, which we'll get to in a minute. Yep. And also, I haven't finished Christine yet, so... Uh, you haven't finished with Christine, huh? No. Yeah? No, I'm still running through her. <laughs> <laughs> Real stabathon. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, so I haven't started... This is the first time in like four years that I didn't start it right on June 1st. Oh, no. Total bummer, dude. Oh, no, James. Total bummer. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I started it. Seven months ago, <laughs> and I'm and about halfway through. Still. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I did. I did listen to it last summer. I didn't get all the way through it, but the narration of it, like you said, is really great. Stephen Weber's narration, yeah. so good, dude. So good. Yes. I just, I got, I don't know what happened. I got distracted and put it down and never picked it back up. But it was really good. Oh. I didn't finish it. I don't know oh, why. You didn't, oh, you didn't get sucked into the world that Stephen King I crafted mean, for you? I did. I think I listened to it. She's like, you lost it. me at Turtle. No. I, I, I don't <laughs> I know. I listened to it while we would, like, and I, or, and I would go on our morning walks. I just said his name, but. Um, <laughs> I can, I can uh, oh, yeah. You want to edit that out? Yeah, yeah. Put a mark on that. Um, And then it got cold and I stopped walking. <laughs> It's because so I didn't it's, listen to it anymore. it's because well, not only that, but it's it is a it is a warm weather read. That's why I yeah. started in June because there's just something. About, here's the thing. Which here's here's weird, why I realized I love Stephen King so much. He writes childhood really well. Sure, like the yeah. way he writes and the way he can like the way he sort of infuses his experiences from his because he, he's obviously like some of the shit that he writes is clearly stuff he went through sure, when he was younger. Sure. And it's so, it makes you feel like the way he describes it is so close to the way I remember my own childhood being that I'm like, when I listen to it, I'm like a kid again. He's like, no, that sounds corny. But like, that's no, the way I, I feel yeah, when sure. I'm listening to it. I, I love it. It reminds me of when I was a kid and just finding bodies. This is going to be a dick-ass comment. I know and, it is. You know, that's all. <laughs> you just found random bodies. Well, no, Ooh. but like even... I almost found a body at work the other day. That's Did a story. you really? That's a story. Oh, that's Some terrifying. old lady killed over in the confessional? We'll come back to that. Oh. Oh, boy. All right. Are you done with this? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> What else did we do this week? We just went to, to the, the zoo, zoo yesterday. Yeah, mm-hmm. our annual zoo trip that nobody else is invited on. Nope, because we hate our friends. <sighs> We're very uh, exclusive shout out, group. Here. Shout out to fucking Brian for loaning us his microphone setup so that Jen could be here tonight. <laughs> yeah, thanks, fucking Brian. <laughs> and as a big thank you, next year when we go to the zoo, you're still not invited. No, that's it. Not, I'll say thank you. <laughs> he wouldn't go anyway. Right that's it. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't go, go anyway. No, no, that he hates. Miserable he to hates him. moving. From he hates his all things. House, so yep. things. He probably yeah. hates animals. Maybe I don't know. He's got a couple of dogs. He's rather yeah, fond of. Those are mm. dogs, though. Like he'd be like, "Fuck that zebra." Yeah, but both, <laughs> but, but both of his dogs are also <laughs> really zebra. annoying. So yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. We went to the zoo, Toledo Zoo. Always a good time. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Saw some, weather. Saw some hot tigers. As fuck, weather but... was amazing. We didn't see Quisha though. We no, we never did. That was a bummer. Go back around. This is the first him. year in. 
How many years? Ten we know years. This? Ten I years. Think, we yeah. haven't seen Quiche. Mm-hmm. Maybe Quiche was sick. Well, somebody well, no, said. We, uh, yeah, no, we, we saw him. him in the back, we saw him yeah. up on the hill being yeah. majestic. Okay. okay. But when we were there, we were talking about where was Quiche, and then I heard two people like looking at the pictures off to the right of all the um, gorillas, and uh, and one of them said, "What was the name of the one that just died earlier this year?" And I go, "No, <gasps> no, oh, no, don't you dare!" Because Quisha is almost. 40 he was born in he's an old man well he's born in 88 so yeah. he's well 33 yep no uh, no 35 35 mm-hmm. yes because yeah. math is hard isn't that weird he's almost as old as we are yeah that's bizarre it's crazy but anyway trip was fun the weather was awesome it was hot as fuck but it wasn't it was humid fun. so i remember cool. the whole day Mike Yay, remembers the whole so day, right. which was neat. That's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every year I come back from this, I'm just like, I just, I don't know how to drink anymore. I, I just drink too much. And <laughs> last year was bad. Last year was really <laughs> last bad. Year was bad. Last year was bad. But. Last year was rough. But this year, I think we all kind of walked out pretty decent. <laughs> like none of us really, <laughs> right. we weren't zigzagging through the parking lot. Um no, I think we all did pretty good yeah. this year. It was none of us got super wasted. We actually all like went to dinner and nobody was <laughs> falling over on the yep. table, yep. hung over. It's like we're adults. Right. We finally yeah. figured it out once. Yeah. We figured it out once. That does not mean it's going to continue. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Next year all bets are off. Right. I might have a kid next year. I'm like, "Give me the fuck away from them." <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. It might happen. Yeah. <laughs> like a you week got, a week into fatherhood, I'm like, I'm done. You got some, <laughs> I'm done. You got, you got somebody to dump it. it off on? What's up? You got somebody to dump the kid off on? Um yeah, I got pa- I got parents that live right home. down the road, man. Okay. Come on. Because there's no kids allowed on this trip. Right. No. Like, you can't just leave them at home, you know that, right? I do like, have one of those cat backpacks though. Oh yeah. With the uh, mm. with the bubble. We can just put the kids in the enough, backpack. So you can take your cats. <laughs> <laughs> so you can take your cats so they won't bother the baby while right. it's at home by itself. That's it. And then you there just you, you load up your automatic cat feeder with baby treats. Yeah. Yeah. And then leave the stove on just in case it wants to cook. Make things easy. Leave it on and then leave the oven door open, and that way the child won't have to struggle mm-hmm. opening the mm-hmm. door. Yeah. They'll just be able to slide the food right into the oven. Yeah. And yeah. we so. all get a call from CPS this week. <laughs> <laughs> just knocking on all of our doors. Mike's like, my cats are fine. I <laughs> the, I, they're here with me right now. They're in my backpack. <laughs> yeah. Cat Protective Services. Why do you have? <laughs> why do you have that backpack? By uh, the way, I, our Kristen's sister-in-law got it for her for her birthday as a gift. As a gag gift. What a weird gag a, gift. It was a gift. I think it was just. A oh. Gift. <laughs> Are you guys planning on like taking your cats? I actually I walked around Amelia, our uh, our tabby cat. I walked around the house with her in it, and she actually didn't give a shit. She was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> change of scenery for them they probably enjoy I'm it. terrified to take them outside though because I don't want them to get used to being outside because then they'll just want to go yeah you know True. like that terrifies me I, I don't want them to know anything in this world <laughs> other than these four listen, walls listen our black house. our black cat got lost in the walls of our new house oh, the yeah. first night we yeah. moved in and that was terrifying was so. it the um the cupboard yeah, yeah there's the- there a hole in the back of the cupboard uh, yeah yeah that uh, was fun I was just a baby too at the time mm-hmm. I, yeah well Ish, yeah. I like, I like how there was just a picture, and it was like the cat was annoyed that you found it. (laughs) I know. I found this awesome little spot. Did you guys end up filling that spot in? 
Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I I filled the hole in. Well, the problem is though is like when I ri- I had to pull the whole stove out, rip the 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 cabinets apart to get her out, and like there's like mouse droppings and shit back Ew. there. Like you know, it, it's it's the crawl space of a house. Sure, like, that's it's, it's the what's things there. you don't want to see. I know, yeah. and so it's like it's like I don't want I don't want her back there or whatever. Like I don't know if it was clean, I'd be like have Maybe fun. Maybe she was looking for the mouse. Yeah, like that that her finding that was like the equivalent equivalent of letting your kid play in the ball pit at like a like a McDonald's. You know the shit that is in the oh, bottom of a ball pit. You played in a ball Dude, pit and you're we, just fine. We spent yeah, our whole that life explains this. <laughs> that explains this. Like I we worked, did that and we're all just fine. I worked at a kid's place. Yeah. Oh, it's and gross. I'm the sure. amount of feces Ew. that is in the bottom of those ball pits really will di- will just will li- make you never want to take your kid anywhere ever Wait, again. Wait, kids Honestly, just go to the, the bottom and pool. shit? No, they shit and then it just falls to the bottom. But wait, and then hold no on. One cleans it. Like but kids, maybe? yeah. Why are kids shitting and it's exiting their pants? Be- because if you're kid, not all if you're, parents give their kids the proper things to wear. If your kid is shit, or if the your kid, kid pulls is pants, his pants down. If your kid is pants shitting yeah. age, they're Mine usually wearing that. a diaper. Yeah, and a lot of kids like to pull their diapers off. <laughs> there was a there True. was a, there was a kid that was in one of the tubes. That shit his pants and smeared it all over the tubes, <laughs> oh, and we didn't no. and we didn't know about it until other people's kids were crawling through oh, it, and they started complaining no. about it. Awesome! Oh, yeah. gross. <laughs> God. It's so gross. Well, welcome to um, welcome to Jeepers. Well, speaking <laughs> of horrible shit that should never happen, why don't we get into some corrections from we're last week? We're not going to talk about how I almost found a body. Well, no. You fucking you hey, man. You said you'd get into it later. I thought nope. maybe you were going to save it for the tofu. Nope, moving on. All right. Well, now I need to know. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right, fine. You want to know? Jens want to yes. know. There was, a, there was a car, an abandoned car in the parking lot at work. The cops noticed, and they thought that there might be a body inside of it. Uh, they didn't distinguish what kind of body, and there was a child's car seat in the back of it. Oh, no. So that was like a, that was like a real, like... Oh God, kind of moment. Luckily, the car was gone though. Somebody moved it, so there very well could have been a dead body in it, and someone just moved it. But it was no longer on our property. Just that was a, a different kind of story. crime. That how's, was a terrible story. How's your life? I agree that I <laughs> pretty good. Didn't want to. <laughs> I, I take it back. I didn't want to know. That was a bummer story, man. Right. Way to bring us Way down. Way to go. Way to bring the whole show down. <laughs> well, do you have any corrections from last week? When you work for Jesus and shit. Um, <laughs> yes, I do. Mad Heidi. I said that it was a Kickstarter movie. No, uh, it was a Kickstarter movie. Well, it was a it was a crowdfunding movie. Yeah, I don't know if it was Kickstarter or not, but they crowdfunded two million dollars, which is insane. Nice, absolutely wow. insane. Yeah. Um, I said that Godzilla fought Monster Zero in space somewhere. It was Planet X, because okay. that's real original. Okay, <laughs> Planet X, baby, Planet X. Uh, and then um, we didn't know you were arguing with me that the natives on Skull Island. I said they were from the Hollow Earth. You said they were not. So, according to the uh, the internet, from inside the Hollow Earth. Yes. Okay. Yeah. According to the internet, it says what lives on the Hollow Earth. The Hollow Earth was the ancestral native habitat of all kaiju species. The only humans who ever dwelled below the surface are the Iwi, who have long since moved to the surface mm. and those were the people that were on skull island and they live so they came from within the hollow earth they 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 were from the hollow earth yes. uh like in that weird upside down land yeah right well, that's the hollow earth yeah well because okay because there was the uh, the other thing i was so where uh godzilla was drawing his strength 
in that weird lava filled yeah. area where uh, Sirizawa went yep. and died. That wasn't the Hollow Earth. That was just I, like a. I I'm I'm conceding to you that that was just like an underwater area thing. I still think that no, it was just, connected to it. No, but... no, no, I'm not trying to like prove myself right. I'm asking oh. you a question. That was no, not part of the Hollow Earth. I right? didn't I didn't actually look that up. I I thought that we okay. Had, so the so it, but... the Iwi did live in that weird upside down. Uh, Long time ago, but yeah, like the world that was yep created by um, Christopher Nolan's brain at some point. In time. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Cool. So that's all I got. Right on. What about you? Uh, I don't have anything. You didn't listen to it, did you? I listened to like half of it. No, oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, and <laughs> didn't find anything or wasn't paying attention. Who knows? That's fair. That yeah. that, that that tracks. That what tracks. About, what about you, Jen? I also only listened to about half of it, so no. Oh fuck you! You didn't I'm hear anything. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. Some fan you are. Oh, no. I'm why? Why? Sorry. Why do we even bring her back? <sighs> do you, you even like me. movies? I do. I do. Okay. I do. All right. I believe you. <laughs> All right, James. Uh, <laughs> what worst. are we? What are we? Uh, what are we? Yes or no, Jen? You you love movies and hate children. No. No. Oh, what? so you hate movies? <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Why are you here? <laughs> I'm asking myself that exact same question. All right. Speaking of hating children, James, what are we doing? All right. Week? So this this week. Just rolling with the children hate. Uh, we they're are... always screaming. Yeah, those pricks. <laughs> Get they're... it? So we uh, we we picked up the Scream franchise where we left off. Did we ever really? No. Do? See, I don't think you've so ever it's funny. Done them. We did Scream Four and Episode for Thirty Six, the mi- Murder Mitten, the Murder Mitten. Yeah. yeah. We've never actually done one, one two, and three. three. So wow. this will be like a rewind. Restospective when we finally do them. Well, because here's another fun a fact. A rewindo spective. Here's another fun fact. I love my name about fact. Mike that I have to call out here. Ooh. Oh no. Ooh. What Mike, else haven't you watched? Mike didn't see the original Scream until. No, 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 not true. Yes. No. You were living in the Elmira house. I didn't see two and three. Mm, no. Nope. I had never seen two and three. No, sorry. No. You didn't see the original Scream you until you were you living did. in the Elmira house because I remember when you watched it. Okay. And. I mean, that, that doesn't shock me, but I, I don't feel like it was that long. And but he wasn't impressed with it. What? Yeah. Where are you getting this, this I'm, information I'm getting from? This, I'm getting this from you and me talking to each other's faces. I think you're a liar. <clears throat> we had a fight about this because I, I felt like because you didn't. I said that I had seen it and you're trying to tell me that I didn't. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> no. Why we fought? You, I mean, you just said a, a second ago that it would have, wouldn't have surprised you if you well, hadn't seen and, it like until said, the Elmira two three, house. Two and three, I knew that I had never seen. Like but still? One, though? No, you, no, no, no. You, I've seen them. No, oh, okay. no, you didn't watch the original Scream until you lived in the Elmira house. Okay, that was still like six years ago. Sure. Sure. But I remember you, It it's not that you didn't like it, but you, you, you didn't get why it was such a huge phenomenon back in 97. I think I just thought that it was like, it was good. I just don't, I, I think I probably just didn't understand like why it was so overhyped. Overhyped. Yeah. yeah. That's you all. Didn't, you Which didn't get you're the. Wrong, but okay. No, I, yeah, I love totally it wrong. now. I love it. I <laughs> never, didn't, I never I don't, didn't love it. I don't think like, cause the, the way in which it was meta, even though when it was made, I don't think meta was like a, a mm, word that, that people no. used, but the way in which it was meta made more, like it made more sense when you watched it in 97. You know what I mean? Like now sure. we, now we get it. Not now we, I mean, I don't know how to describe this. I just remember <laughs> you, I remember you thinking that it was overhyped. 
I think it means more when you watched it for the first time in the 90s. Yeah. It just it just hits different. Do you yeah. think the kids that watch it nowadays get it as much? I think kids that watch it nowadays think it's a th- like they look at it it's as a, a classic well, vintage I think, movie. Classic, yeah. I, I think and that, that, that hurts answer, my heart. I think that that question is actually addressed a lot in Scream. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Scream the, 2022. 2022. Five. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> They do. They do kind of touch on that a lot, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think that <clears throat> Scream was very much like it's the new Scream, twenty twenty two. I don't know why we're talking about this already, but like we might as well. It was made for. It was made. It was made with the updates that could speak to Gen Z, but it was still made by millennials and Gen Xers. So they, it was like a tongue in cheek. Like here, Gen Z have something to chew on. Yeah, but it was but also they were still making. But they were still making fun of Gen Z. Yeah. In, oh, yeah. I was. Way, gonna, I was going to say yeah, they definitely was like, yeah, we're better still. <laughs> like, like, like her whole her <laughs> and, argument about and the Bobby Duck will be <laughs> her whole argument about the Bobby Duck and how it was like elevated horror. Oh the, yeah. Scream, parentheses five is basically just like <laughs> is basically just like yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though we love the Bobby Duck, but we'll get into that later. All right. So to go along with Scream parentheses five, five. <laughs> and scream six this is hold back the darkness yes mead with mango and spices added what kind of spices you ask i'm about to tell you jen i'm about to what? tell you oh, i know you're i know you're um, wondering i'm on the edge of my seat this is light mango with notes of ginger and camp uh campote peppercorns she was my favorite spice <laughs> campo campote peppercorns no ginger oh <laughs> was she really um, I think I, I I probably fantasized about her more than anybody else. I went through phases. I I went I went through I went through phases. For yeah. a while it was like sporty, and then for a while it was yeah. For a while it was scary. If I wanted to get my ass kicked, it was sporty. Yeah. <laughs> and then for a while it was scary, and it's still scary because she's still a babe. Um, <laughs> she is, yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> what? Uh, baby spice. Baby spice. That one was it was always too weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> like even as a kid it was a little too weird like, and then pot and then posh spice everybody i mean come on well, sure everybody had a posh spice everybody wanted to bend it like beckham yeah, everybody wanted to bend <laughs> it like... <laughs> nice <laughs> all right so this is ingredients okay. honey water mango oh this is just an ingredient list okay all right okay nobody has a peanut allergy right no <laughs> this... that's not what i thought he was gonna say <laughs> This is six percent. Where I thought that was going. Uh, the six alcohol by volume, produced and bottled and crafted by Artisan Meadery in Mogador, Ohio. Mike, oh, sorry, we were just there. Oh, yesterday. we were just there so yesterday. Just there. Yeah, pretty cool bottles though. Oh yeah, very cool. They, fun. they look like um, it looks like the top half of a champagne bottle. Yeah, like if you yeah, cut yeah. off the bottom of a champagne bottle. Yep, champagne. Where's um, my fucking, oh, I don't know. Is. Do you have a bottle of like, Yep. It's okay. literally right in front of him. He just had it in his hand. So I've seen I've oh. seen these at the store for a long time, and I've always wanted to use them for something. I'm and just open I'm just happy these. that we finally have a reason to uh, try them. Hopefully, hopefully they're good. Now, do you want to explain why "Hold Back the Darkness"? Oh well, goes along well, with tonight. Well, James, I will. Uh, the new main character of these last two Scream movies <laughs> has a certain connection to somebody from the original movies, and she is holding back the darkness inside of her that she's she harboring. Is conflicted. Yes. Yes. Uh, you guys sense. go ahead with that. I'm gonna. 
I'm actually going to drink mine out of my um, your little snifter, my Glen Cairn here, because I feel like this is a fancy. It's a mead, and it deserves oh, a fancy glass. I that's true, but here, fair. Split it up. That's true, but here, fuck off. <laughs> Come on, look at that. Uh, no. I mean, it's nice. This is wow. It smells really fruity. It actually it? smells. It's it, it smells like mango, but not just any mango. You know those um, dried mango yeah. strips that oh, you yeah. get at Target. Yeah. It smells exactly like that. Have you tried the try uh, the dried pineapple yet? No, because it's better than the mango. I haven't been eating that shit lately because it's uh, not good for you. I mean, it's not good for you. It's, got a it's lot not of good sugar. for you. It's got a lot of sugar. They add sugar to it. I don't know, but That's it's got a lot of sugar. I think it's, it's probably natural sugar. I don't know. I think it is, but I think there's something about the it's the, the, process, it's the process makes it not as healthy as like yeah. a fresh. You just fresh mango, it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Who There's cares? With it. Cheers. Cheers, boys. To unhealthy mango, apparently. Yeah. I don't know what that sound just was. <laughs> what was that sound? <laughs> <laughs> it's very sweet. It mm. is very sweet. It actually tastes like apple juice. It's like, man- bit, yeah. it's like mango apple juice. But the honey yeah. is very yeah. strong. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And the aftertaste of honey. That's good. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. You know this would make a great... This would be a great popsicle. Enema. Just, oh. just, just <laughs> see, I was going on a different popsicle. That's fine. That's fine. Enema. The popsicle. <laughs> you stick the popsicle up there. You after freeze the it. Enema. You freeze it, and then no, you freeze it into a popsicle, and then you shove it up there. Oh, there you go. This yeah. is but, but, turning into an urban dictionary. But, <laughs> you can't even help yourself. You didn't even mean to do it. I can't. It. I can't. The man go. They call it. <laughs> I was going to say the meter maid, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> there you go. Got to feed the maid. Both um work. This is delicious, though. It's very good. It's yeah. really tasty. It is very sweet, but it is though, but yeah. really good. It's only 6%. Mm. It was dangerous in that you don't taste the alcohol. Right. That's all. Dangerously meaty. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerously meaty. Oh, fuck me. All right. Um, you had to wait until I had... <laughs> yeah, that was... Just couldn't wait two more seconds. I approve of that. All right. That's tasty. That's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about now, Jen. Welcome back, because it is time for Trailer Trashed. Where'd she go? All right, guys, another week, another episode of Trailer Trashed. That's how it goes, right? Don't sound so excited about it. Jeez. It's a little lackluster. We did establish I have not done this before. No. So you're you're a virgin. Yes. You're you're about not to be. You're losing your virginity with both of us. (laughs) Oh dear. Okay. Mm, it's Tuesday, isn't it? Don't act like don't... <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um this week uh I got three trailers for you. Uh which one do you want to start with first? Do you want to start with a movie about a serial killer? Okay. Uh, a movie about um turtles that happen to be teenagers and ninjas. Okay. Or something called the breach. <laughs> Let's start with teenager teenager turtles. Okay. okay. The teenager turtle ones. Because so, that sounds really mysterious. It, and I don't does. know where they're going with that. It does. So uh I we did the teaser trailer to this uh, a couple of weeks back. Okay. And they've released a full couple trailer. of weeks, yeah. Mike? That yeah. was months ago, dude. We haven't been doing this for months. <laughs> it was months ago. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Well, we have a full trailer now, and I just want to revisit it because I think it looks incredible. And uh why not? So that's that's all I got for you. Do it. Yeah, do it. Do it. 
any time now. <laughs> Hit play. <laughs> guys, are acting, you, guys are acting all weird on you for some reason. Can you believe? Can you believe all this that build, all, all that build up, and then he just stared at us. What? All, <laughs> the, all that build up, and then he doesn't have it on the screen and ready to go. I, 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 I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> All right, Let's so see, play uh, the fucking trailer. Let's see, is... Go- uh, Google Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle official trailer. Okay, you ready? <laughs> Are you ready? We're waiting. Hit play. Boys, where have you been? We're just running errands. That's it? Yeah, it just it just looks I so good. I, I like I, uh, they introduced the uh, some of the other the baddies in this one. Yeah, and you're getting Rocksteady, Bebop. Was that Baxter? Is that supposed to be Baxter, I, the, I the, main no, uh, the main guy? No, the main guy. No, the one who was saying six thirty in the morning. Six thirty in the morning. Cops are at my door. I think the main guy might be a new character because he wasn't familiar to me. He was a, a giant. Of, he was a giant fly. The main guy? He was like a mantis-looking thing. He had like oh, pincers was... and stuff. Oh, I didn't think looked he looked like, like a fly at all. Oh, I thought, um, it, I thought it was Baxter. At there's, but there's one other... point, she says it's a giant fly. Oh. Well, he might, be, he might be in the movie. I don't think that's him, That though. was a different well, movie. Yeah, I, I don't think that was him, because there's a lot of other characters that were like based on the old like toy line and stuff that yeah. were in there, so think, I'm into it. That looks really, Listen, really yeah. fun. Listen, Ninja like Turtles it. Mutant Mayhem. It's coming out August 2nd, and... Uh, it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks cool. I like it. Okay, now you want to get back into some horror stuff? Oh, I suppose so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a movie for, or a movie, a trailer for a movie uh, called The Breach, which is a Lovecraftian horror movie produced by Guns N' Roses guitarist Slash. Okay. What? Yep. Slash made a horror movie, uh, and it's called The Breach, and uh, this is the trailer. Amy LaFoy spotted it first. Look like a local you? I don't know how you would tell. What did you do? I have no idea how to react to that. I have no idea what's going on. It doesn't look that bad, though. It doesn't look like it, it would looks, be bad. It, it just, looks low budget, but it looks... Uh, I don't know, it's it looks the good kind enough. of low budget. Yeah. Like, like, they, we, like they tried. Like one of the <laughs> like that Invisible Man trailer that we watched la- last week that was just like absolute shit. Yeah. That also looked low budget, but it looked terrible. This looks low budget, but it looks serviceable. Yeah. It's, and I have to imagine it's because of Slash. That's that's probably true. You know, that's probably true. Uh, this was the sweet child of his. Why is Slash producing a movie? What well, is... Slash did all the music for the Halloween Horror Nights and stuff, so like he's he's a huge horror fan. So it makes sense. Sure, <laughs> but he's a musician, so like it makes sense for him to make music for horror. So is movies. Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie's a different monster, though. Oh, oh, is that how that works? That's how that works. Okay. Muted the now wrong that track. my heart just stopped, <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah, that happens on occasion. Yeah, <laughs> <it does. laughs> 
Uh, like you know you're still alive. You just yeah. died for um, a second. Don't mind me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I it's shot well. Yeah, it looks, it looks decent. Yeah, the looks trailer right. was mixed really weird. Like it wasn't loud. Like everything was kind of in the no, background. Yeah. It seemed like the, the music and all that. So. Obviously, yeah. Weirdly enough, the music is the thing that suffered in that trailer, <laughs> produced by Slash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, overall, though, it looks pretty interesting. I'd yeah, watch that. Yeah, I'd give it a shot for sure. All right. Uh, the last trailer that we have for the week, uh, James, you'll like this one a lot. I know that for a fact. Uh, it's called The Gates. It's about a serial killer, and that serial killer. Wait, the what? The Gates. Oh, see, I. You said James, you'd like this one, and then I, I heard the Gapes. I thought you were. <laughs> The Gapes. That's more my speed. <laughs> well, well, have you ever seen a movie called The Gapes starring Richard Brake? The Gapes? <laughs> Is that what you're into? Because <laughs> he doesn't put the brakes on for no one. All right. That's that's the tagline. Like I'm that. ready. Let's okay. see it. Hey, yeah, Richard Brake, though, is a serial killer, and this movie is called The Gates. So, um, dude, Dick Brake. Does no he does no wrong in my eyes. That would also be his porn name. <laughs> Dick Break. The Gapes featuring Dick Break. <laughs> With that mouth. Oh, oh he is oh, grotesque. No. I love him. Yep. All right, here we go. That's gonna oh, be yeah. my nightmares. William Colcott! Is there a life after death? Is there cool and then like right toward the end of it, it kind of like i was like oh well after the after the <laughs> eighth corny. minute of the trailer yeah, <laughs> yeah. How, how long was that uh it was only two minutes and 19 seconds but that felt it like it was feel like a long trailer super long i feel like it was one of those trailers too where i do i need to watch the movie now because it kind of kind of feel like it, did it's you like kind of tell me everything it's like that giant whale movie we watched last week yeah where it was like a thousand minutes long trailer and it gave away everything from the movie yeah i don't need yeah. to watch the movie yeah. now. <laughs> not at all it's still it looks and yeah right toward the end of the trailer where there was like lightning coming out of people's faces and stuff and it was that just was like, cool it was cool but it was like a little it, much. it i was, don't know it, that it, it looked like a cool creepy period piece and then all of a sudden people are shooting lightning out of their yeah, face i don't know that it needed to be a period piece I kind of feel like that distracts from the movie. I'm not going to say that because I. It just, it just, it just <laughs> to me, no, no, it, 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 to me, it just looks unnecessary. Like you could have that story, a serial killer who, it, you know, dies and then comes back as a ghost. Like I feel like you could make that way more creepy in modern times. Why? Than trying to do a low budget period piece. But put the money, put the money towards the plot, not the setting that you're trying to create i guess i don't know but it looked like part of that plot is the fact of like the low tech yeah like the way very, that they would the very, handle the dead the True. very rudimentary equipment that they had right, like that camera she was holding and stuff like i feel like you wouldn't get that same effect i mean i guess you would still be able to show it as the frame of the picture like when it's in a digital camera but i feel like it has a different sure takes on a different aspect when you've got that old school yeah that's true yeah. that's true i guess yeah, i don't know so basically go fuck yourself that's right. that's fair <laughs> totally fair <laughs> all right hey that's it for trailer trashed three trailers that two of them look like 
Two and a half look like dog shit. <laughs> two, two and a half look like dog yeah. shit? You think half of Ninja Turtles looks like dog, dog oh, shit? Oh, yeah, two. Yeah, okay. Never mind. I forgot about Ninja Turtles already. All right. Let it go on record that Mike <laughs> thinks that half of Ninja Turtles is going to be dog shit. Um, anyway, that was Trailer Trashed. Those were the trailers. We are sufficiently trashed. Now, let's get into the Bleed Feed. Alright guys, got some news for you. Unfortunately, we do have to start with a death. Oh no. I know. Uh, the Purge Anarchy and Firestarter actor John Beasley, unfortunately, has died this week. The bees? The bees. Oh, he was no. the bees knees. Um, but yeah, uh, best known for, uh, he was in shows um, Everwood. Did you watch that show? Uh, I never watched it. It looks like it, a I show knew. that you would have watched. It sounds familiar, like so it was a very good It was good a CW show, I think, yeah, wasn't it? Like yeah. So he was on uh, Everwood. Uh, he was 79 years old. Um, he died, uh, apparently, in a hospital in his hometown in Nebraska. Um, he had something going on with his liver before something happened, so it sounds like there was some sort of, I don't know, liver disease or something in, to do with his liver. <laughs> wow. Way to, way to hit us with all the facts. <laughs> he Listen. had something going on with his liver from some disease, and it sounds like something happened. Something he was having happened. he was having tests on his liver, and then and then things happened, and he now he's now he's no, gone. No, he's so I no longer here. I, and now I don't he's know what somewhere. To <laughs> we don't know. Um, but yeah, so rest in peace uh, to John. Rest in Beasley. peace, John Beasley. Okay, uh, again, not a lot of news this week. Um, some good news, but just not a ton of it. Um, Insidious. We like those movies, right? We haven't watched many of them. Well, I've seen them all, but we have. You done, have? We haven't done them on the show. You've watched all the yeah. Insidious movies. Oh, I'm a big fan of them. Yeah, not the latest one. Not the latest one. I saw the 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 last key. I think was the last one that I saw. What was it? One... That, was the, that was the fourth one. That was the fourth. Is that one. Right. That was the fourth one. Yeah. yeah, I've only seen the first one. Oh, they're good. When did you watch them? Because I thought even up until a couple months ago, we talked about how we had never seen them before. We'd never done them for the show. Oh, I've I've was? seen them. Okay, though. yeah, right on. It's different. Anyway, I don't think I've seen any of them. Um, Mandy Moore. <laughs> oh, what? And Camille Ninjami are starring in a franchise spinoff of the Insidious series. Uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's happening. What? I'm perfectly okay with it because a, I like creepy demons. Yeah. B. I love me some Mandy Moore, mm, mm-hmm. babe. Who doesn't? Yeah. Right. And honestly, I love me some Camille Nujami. Yeah. Babe. Babe. Total babe. Total babe. The babeliest. Jen. <laughs> babe. I honestly don't even know who you're talking about. Oh, yes, you do. Obviously, I know who she Mandy sang Moore is. banger hits like candy. Yeah, I know who Mandy she Moore was, is. She was, in, <laughs> she was in the hit show Us. You dumbass! I know who Mandy Moore is. You know Camille Njami though. You do probably. I just you you would name. definitely know his face. A He's... walk to remember, Jen. Uh, never heard of it. Okay, well, never only, heard of only it. watched it seven hundred times. Anyway, though, it's gonna shameless. be called uh, it's gonna be called Thread, an insidious tale. Uh, so that's pretty cool. The story uh, here is that a husband and wife who enlist the help of a spell to travel back in time uh, so that they can prevent the death of their young daughter. The consequences, of course, prove to be severe. Oh, no. You know they're going to run into that fireface prick. Right? Yeah. What if he talks in this one? What if his voice is just like, hi, guys. 
<laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna get you. Welcome to the other side. What Mo- is with Mona- you two and the, the voices you. today? Making voices that should just not be certain things. That's what we do. Oh, that's that's kind of what we do. Oh, hey, you sang candy. <laughs> I love that song. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> Oh, and also the that, last that's key. That's the best one you've done yet. That was fantastic. <laughs> the last key was the last movie, but there's the, the new one is coming out, though. Oh, right on, right so on. I haven't seen that I one. I got to get caught up on those. I love the vibe of the Insidious movie. Look, well, the one that I saw, but yeah. I like I, the dreamy quality of the Insidious movies. I love them. I'll have to now watch I'm them. thinking, did I see the last key? I know I've seen one through three. I know for a fact I've seen one through three. You have? I see the last you saw three, the you saw the one with the the guy, the man who can't breathe or whatever the hell his name is. I forget. I forget what his name was, but he was like the main bad in the th- okay now second or third now, movie. Now you're now you're see. I think are you are you sure you're not com- confusing them with the Conjuring movies? No, because we did those for the show, so I would remember that. Yeah, I feel like I've seen the Insidious movies though. What the hell's what the hell's that guy's name? The uh, I don't know. It's well, so whatever. there's the villain. There's the the villain in one of the movies who's wearing a uh, like a, a breathing mask the whole time. Have you seen that one? No, because he's the main baddie in like the second or third movie. Okay, maybe I haven't seen. What the fuck am I thinking then? <laughs> Nobody knows. I don't know. I'm nobody crazy. knows. Well, we should just do them for the show, and then we will see them. There we go. How about that? Yeah. All right, um, moving on here. Uh, there's a new Resident Evil movie in the works. Uh, it's going to be called uh, The Umbrella Chronicles. And the only reason that we actually know this is because uh, Sudbury, I believe that's the name of the city, Sudbury, uh, is saying that get they... get to say it with an English accent. Sudbury. No. No, it's not. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, how about... <laughs> how about... Uh, Sudbury. Sud- there you go. What kind of accent is that? Sudbury. This is not an accent. It's like a. F- it's not an accent at all. Do you say Bur- <laughs> Sudbury? That's not an accent. It sounds like a rich douchebag. Well, yeah, that's oh. what all English people are. Rich douchebags. Fair enough. Jen um, knows. The only reason that we know this is in development is because the city of Sudbury has uh, reported that they have received funding. For a movie called The Umbrella, Umbrella, Jesus, Christ. The Umbrella, <laughs> Under My the Umbrella, Umbrella I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what is uh. happening tonight. We had a very full day yesterday, and I feel like I'm still tired from it. Oh yeah, I'm blaming. I'm blaming that. Oh for sure, words are hard. Blaming that, but yeah, um, sure. yeah the last Resident Evil movie, uh, Welcome to Raccoon City, that uh, starred. Everybody, and by everybody, I mean Jen's favorite Amel, yes. Robbie. Well, I mean they're kind of they're kind of tied, but no, maybe Robbie might take the top spot. Yeah, maybe. So the other brother is going to be below cousin, but yes, cousin. Oh, cousins. Which one has more abs? Oh, it probably depends on the moment. To be honest, right now is in this very moment. Which I, one has more I, abs? I don't. I wish I knew, but I don't. But it, Stephen Amell's it. Well, Stephen Amell's in heels though, isn't he? Still, he wears heels. No. Wait, is, is one of, of is one of them in, in? You dick. Is one of them in uh, 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 the babysitter? That's Robbie Amell. Okay, he's That's, got the he's abs. He's got my, he's got my vote. Yep. Yeah, he's, yep. he's totally got the abs. I don't know who Stephen Amell is, but Robbie's he got my vote. He played the Green Arrow. I feel like Stephen Amell probably fluffs is. up from every from every now and then, but Maybe. fluffs up, fluffs up, like like, <laughs> like dick wise. Like, like, <laughs> 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 like, That's where I thought he was like, going with that. I think he means like instead of a six pack, he's got like four. 
Yeah. Oh, right Sometimes. on. Yeah, maybe. It's a couple ding-dongs, uh, you know. Yeah, right. but you know what? If he if he if he loses a couple of the abs, he gets a couple he gets like a little <laughs> boost in the the thickness. Is that, is that, how, is that, that, works? Is that yeah. how that works? It just well, yeah. shifts. I don't know about okay. you, but I don't have any more abs to lose. <laughs> you don't have any more Come abs. To... <laughs> Come on, that's not he fair. Have any to begin with? So <laughs> I do too. Anyway, though, um, all right. So yeah, Resident Evil. If you're into that, there's a new movie coming. Um, probably not anytime soon, but. <laughs> It's coming, so there you go. There was not a lot of news this week. If you're interested in a Resident Evil movie, you're not getting one anytime soon. So, but go back and watch the one with Robbie Amell, cool. and you won't be you won't be uh, okay. Better yet, just Google pictures of his abs. Speaking of something that we have point. no other information on, but it's still exciting to know that it exists. Um, there's a new TV series coming. Your out. personality. New, I'm, I'm glossing over that. There's a new TV series coming out called Suburban Screams. Oh. And it was directed by John Carpenter, which is very exciting because this really? will be the first thing outside of like a music video he's directed since, since the, ward. the Ward in 2011, <laughs> I believe it was. And that was with that bed shitter, 2010. right? 2010. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> a fucking bed, bed shitter. shitter. The bed shitter. Yeah. The Johnny Depp fucking... Uh, Amber Heard. Oh, Amber Heard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. She was in it. Okay, I yeah. fell asleep during that movie. I've never went. It's a good I've never, movie. I've never I gone like, back to I it. I actually like the movie Do you um, really? more on subsequent viewings. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's good. But Even um, poopy pants? Like she's good in it? Or? Here's, here's the best part. Even poopy pants? <laughs> I, I'm not speaking to that, but the best part is this. John Carpenter apparently directed it remotely. From sitting on his couch, which is the <laughs> most John Carpenter move I've ever heard in my entire life. With a fucking PlayStation yep. 5 <laughs> controller glued to his you, hands. You know he had his TV on the left and he had the, the monitors on the right. And he's just he's just playing games while, yeah, that's great. That's, that's great. Awesome. Oh, is that for real? That's actually for real, how yeah. It, wow. Yeah. He, um, he was in a, um, what was he doing? He's at Texas Frightmare and he talked about it or whatever. And he's like, I just, I just finished, uh, I just finished directing (laughs) remotely a TV series called Suburban Screams. Um, he goes, uh, it was filmed in Prague and I sat on my couch and directed it. It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. That's, I mean, that's the way to do it. It's the most John Carpenter thing ever. Hell yeah, that's awesome. I'm into it. I'm into it. Yep. Uh, no idea what the show is. I'm, I'm assuming it has to do with Suburbanites. And screaming, and Prague, Fair and Prague. <laughs> that's that's it. That that's your news. Yeah, hey man, that that's all I got. That's good stuff. All right, we're gonna take a little bit of a break. We're gonna drink some more of this sweet honey mango wine like or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. I'm just chugging it. Ooh, I love it. Really good. Um, it's good, but it's and it's when we get sweet. back, we're gonna make Jen scream. No, <laughs> no, we're gonna talk about scream. We're gonna gash her up. <laughs> Gonna be so much cash. Oh, I mean, oh no, oh no. I oh, we're gonna talk Just about the Scream movies, the new up. ones. We're gonna poke her on the skull. Yeah. Oh, good lord, you two. <laughs> we're gonna fuck you, Jen. <laughs> Throughout this, they'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. You know, when I said that we were going to poke you in the face, I meant 
like stabbing because uh, yes. so many people between these two movies got stabbed in the in face. The face. Yes. Like a lot. I love a good face stabbing. <laughs> face gash. <laughs> love it. <laughs> so getting back to what we were talking about right before the break. <laughs> All right. So Let's not. we are talking about the two newest uh, entries into the Scream franchise. Scream. Parenthesis five, parenthesis, and Scream Six. Uh, I, I understand why they called Scream Scream. It doesn't make it any less annoying because I can't stand when they do that. That's the exact point, though. I get it. No, I get it. It's totally meta. You and I get it. I just it it annoys me even being ironic the way that it annoys me when they just do it regularly. But it's funny because yeah. you're the asshole that they were making fun of in the movie. What are you talking about? The, the what, what you talking about, Wilson? The, the way they say, the way that because they go back and forth, going, why, why don't they just call? It, why did, why did they call it stab? Why didn't they call it stab eight? Yeah. And they go back and forth about yeah, that. I'm the stab eight guy. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, because they were annoyed <laughs> that they called it stab. You're the asshole that they were making fun of. On some level, I am also that asshole. Yeah. Like it, it you thought it should have been s- me. Scream 5? Yes. I feel like it should have been something other Scribe. than just Scream. <laughs> like maybe not Scream 5, but it could have had some other indicator they other could than have just being it, the same fucking thing. They could have called it Scream, 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 Scream. That's scream a little much. five times. <laughs> That's a little much. <laughs> Screamed. The, no, I can't think of it. Um, or call it I, like, Screamed. It doesn't, oh. Oh. Scrammed. Screamer. Screamer. Screamist. Screamist. Scream. Scream. Oh, they did scream. Okay. Screamier. <laughs> scream. Oh. It's like creamier. Oh. Oh. That one took a weird. That's a different <laughs> so, kind of movie. So the first four movies in the Scream franchise were all directed by Mr. West Cravan. Oh, West we all Cravan. we all know. That beautiful French asshole. That beautiful man. <laughs> West Cravon. Uh, obviously, he's no longer with us. So uh, taking over the series is Matt Bellinetti and uh, Matt Bellinetti Olfen and Tyler Gillett, uh, who make up Radio Silence. Yeah. Uh, they did Ready or Not. Um, and I, for the life of me, can't think of the other stuff they did. But they're um, they're <laughs> they're pretty well known within the horror community. So they've made a splash. And um, yeah, they did these these latest two screen movies and. I don't know about you guys. I think they did a hell of a job. Um, I really enjoyed both of these movies. Are oh, you just gonna give it just, away? Just that giving fast? it away. Just, just gonna jump right just, into. Just it. gonna do it. Just gonna give it away. Just gonna do it. I'm wow. I'm right there with you. I fucking love these movies. Yep. I uh, I wrote down a list of words. Go, just give it away. Well, since you are, I wrote <laughs> you down. Started it. I wrote down a list of words after I watched the first one. I said, "Stupid, contrived, annoying, convoluted." Uh, <laughs> unbelievable! I love it. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Pretty much because that's like, I, like that's kind of what you want from Scream movies. Oh yeah, they're supposed to be ridiculous and stupid and annoying because like there's so how many fucking times can somebody and they strike the villain down to the ground and then just run away right. without killing the person like or, what or, are you doing if you're if you're if you're yeah. getting attacked by them the first thing that I would do is grab for the mask yeah pull it off yeah that's it there got you bitch no. i know who you <laughs> are not your secrets out <laughs> to be fair that's that's literally how the first one starts the, fir- the, the first the first one the very first scream she did the first kill she rips the mask off 
you don't get to see it. Oh, oh, oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But right, she, yeah, yeah. So doesn't help her though. Is that you know what uh, Drew Barrymore? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't help her though because she well, fucking no. dies. But five if minutes you're in that the movie. Clo- if you're that close and you have not somehow neutralized this person, why? Like if you grab for the mask, they're you're they're close enough that you're yeah. probably going to die. Yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah, there, there, there's lots of frustrating that. things that happen over and over in these movies. And I feel like at, at it's this the point, point though. At this stage in the game, know? that's kind of the point. Yeah. Right. Like you're the one yelling right. at the movie. Don't go in there, or rip off his mask, or shoot him in the fucking face. Well, like, that's 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 what I love about this series is like they actually all like even like by this point in the first movie it was like Randy. Randy was giving everybody the rules, like hey guys, and it and it was only because he was the horror movie nerd. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everybody nobody took him seriously because he was just Randy. He's a horror movie guy. At this point in the series, every single character especially the legacy characters, knows all the rules of yep. the horror movies and still don't abide by yeah, them. Yeah, not at right. all. Except for <laughs> except for Sydney and Gail. And they actively make fun of that in the second movie, yeah. which we'll get there. But yep. uh, So Scream from 2022, 25 years after a streak of brutal murders shocked the quiet town of Woodsboro, California, a new killer dons the ghost face mask and begins targeting a group of teenagers to resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. First of all, let's take a second Ooh. to just like feel old. Right. <laughs> 25, 25 years. 25 years. Yep. Jeez. Yep. Louise. Really bad. And uh, you know who still looks like a complete snack? Who? David Arquette. (laughs) (laughs) He really has aged well. He does. (laughs) Listen, listen. I'm going to go ahead and just say this. Mm. David Arquette is severely underrated. Not that he's ever going to... Just like as as an actor in general? Yeah, not that he's ever going to win an Oscar. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he's some untapped talent. (laughs) But I do feel like if you gave David Arquette the right role with some shit to chew on, I feel like he could super impress a lot of people. And he—I don't think he's ever been given that opportunity. Like when he plays the down and out, like kind of like loser guy in this. Yeah, you, you you really do feel for him. I've his relationship with Gail, yeah, with Courtney Cox in this movie, is my favorite iteration of their relationship through all the movies. Like yeah. you really did like feel like the two of them, like. They love each other, yeah, but they still get it, get at each like they're like they're tortured. They're talking shit, yeah, but like in a way where it's like I'm I'm only saying this because I love you yeah. so much, but we can't be together because of this and that. And like, it was kind of touching. It yeah. was a little bit. It was kind of touching. <laughs> yeah, like, I, just, I I just loved I loved their interactions. It was very brief in this movie, but I did love it. I love it was great. I love the uh, I think that Dewey's. Um, his theme music is the like it's the most no <laughs> no it's that really it's like uh it's a very sort of western sounding like twangy guitar riff have you ever noticed it no i don't think i have it's a it's it's a uh maybe i'll pull it up like before like after after we talk about this movie but and they do it every every time there's a touching moment with with Dewey and they they did it like all throughout the beginning of the franchise it was always like when you realized he somehow survived being stabbed mm-hmm. over and over again it would always go back to blam oh no I know what you're talking blam. about yes, yes. it would be like oh <laughs> exactly Dewey he's still about. alive dude and they actually used it for they used it for another character but I won't get there yet they used it because it, 
Because it was yes. always like a signifier of the, not just Dewey, yeah. but it was the signifier of the, the, the relationship between Gale and Dewey. And there's a moment between Gale and another character in the second movie after other things happen with Dewey right. <laughs> that that becomes the new it becomes the new like Dewey and Gale oh, they, relationship. They okay. And they actually okay. brought back the Dewey theme music with you didn't notice that? No, I didn't. On, never, I don't think I've ever noticed Come it. Come on. Get to, get tuned well, in. Well, I didn't this kind see the first movie until last year, James. <sighs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> and you hated it. So <laughs> But anyway, give it, getting back to uh Scream 2022 here, it would get pretty uh pretty nice cast. Well, all the originals came back. For the most uh, part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. all the ones that could come back, I suppose. Right. In, in, including, including Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. Come on. Yep. Tall Skeet Skeet, it motherfucker. Doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't even matter that he looks 40. They're still just casting him as his like teenage self. Right. <laughs> well, it's nice that he looks 40 because he's actually closer to 60, I think, at this point. Is he point. really? Skeet really? Ulrich. He's not, no. he's not a well, young man. If Not you think to, about it, he was probably on, at least here. in his twenty, in his mid to late twenties when he played. How him in old the first is Skeet Ulrich? Uh, not to mention he's fifty three. Fifty three. Yeah. yeah. So, not to mention though, most he hit that. This was all. This was all CG. His I don't character, think he, was he CG'd. I mean. Yes. He didn't look like it. Yes, he hundred percent. Oh, I don't think I did. Say, it, to did me, he? It almost looks like they tried. Okay, to so make maybe, him look so maybe younger. I just thought that he, they tried to like young him up with a lot of makeup, which is why his face looked weird. No, to me, <laughs> yeah, it looked no, like digital de aging, like what they yes. did with uh, with uh, Ooh, if Bob, that's, okay. Bob De Niro so and the, the Irishman. If that's the case, then. I'm going to say woof because they could have done a lot better job of yeah. digitally de-aging him. Yeah, I thought it was... That's what I thought it was, too. I thought it was pretty rough, but at the same time, I thought like it was justified to me because I was like, well, this isn't actually him. This is a vision of him. Right. Well, by... and, they, and they always kind of showed him, at least a lot in the second movie, but like, look, spoiler, she's in both. Um, it was always like, in a reflection. Sort of in a reflection yeah. or whatever, so like that softness was kind of I already, think it was, always, always there. I think it was exclusively in, refra- in reflections, wasn't it? Refractions. <laughs> I think it was exclusively um, in reflections. I believe uh, Yeah, you might be right. Yes. Yeah, 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 you might be right. I think so. Right. So, yeah, so it kind of, and I imagine that's probably part of the reason they did it. Maybe to kind of cover up the weird look of the digital de aging. I could see that. I liked yeah. that he came back though. I thought it was really cool. I did too. You know? I thought that was a, a really cool touch. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got he's got kind of an uncle Uncle Jesse thing going on. I don't know why. I don't know about that. They just every every time I see him, it's like that could be uh, Rob Lowe because Rob Lowe still looks like he's like nothing. No. This is weird. <laughs> Jen and I just made the same face at the same time because what the fuck are you talking about, yeah, dude? Jesse thing. I don't Rob know. Lowe is Rob Lowe not is not Uncle Jesse. Jesse. It's John Stamos. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. Did you Rob, that five-hour energy. Don't mark. Hey, don't mark that. Do not edit that out. You accept your shame and you live with it. Accepted. Accepted. You're right. It's John Stamos. <laughs> And we both hold But both of those, do, hold on. both of those they're, beautiful men yes, do not age. They're both ageless Fair. beauties. Yes, so we can agree okay. on that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's easy to see why you get them. Uh, it's those two and Mario Lopez. Oh yeah. None of those yeah. fuckers age. I think he no, actually gets younger. Mario Lopez. Yeah. yeah. Mario he still Lopez has a sixteen really pack. Yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure. Like in what what grade were they in? Saved by the Bell. Uh, in Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Well, it depends on when you started. Okay, fine. When? When did they start? I mean, they High went. School? They went from like they went from like 
probably, probably eighth, eighth or ninth, I grade. ninth grade. Well, yeah. he looks like he's in sixth grade now. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know about that, but he does look very young still. Yes. Um, okay, so uh, Nev Campbell is back as Sydney uh, Prescott, obviously. Mm-hmm. Courtney Cox is back as Gail Weathers. Uh, David Arquette, we already mentioned, is uh, back as Dewey. Um, and Skeet Ulrich back as Billy Loomis. Billy Loomis, yeah. Uh, you also have Mary Sheldon back as Judy Hicks. She was in Marley Scream- Sheldon. Marley Sheldon. Mar- Marley Oh, Marley Sheldon, Marley. sorry. Yeah. Uh, back as Judy Hicks. Uh, she was a deputy in Scream 4. Mm-hmm. She's back in this one. Yep. So kind of like, it's weird. Scream 4 actually is the kickoff to these new movies. Yeah. Because there's yeah. a lot of characters that come back from Scream 4 that it almost feels like this is more of a sequel, which it, it, it is a sequel to Scream 4. It's but the like, requel. But it feels more like a continuation of that story than the original three story. Sure. In a lot, in a lot of ways, especially mm. after this next. I movie. kind of, feel, I feel like it's a, an even split almost, because there's a lot that they pull from the first, especially the first movie. Maybe not the full trilogy, but the first movie uh-huh. and the fourth movie. I feel like there's a good amount from both. That's fair. That it's not really just one or the other, because there's a lot of callbacks to that first. Yeah. Movie. That's true. There was especially in five. And let's set up the let's set up but the rest. Every of the... single movie though has callbacks to the first movie. Sure, that's kind it, of the point of the series. It does, but five was really heavy on it. Yeah, like down to clothes. Really, Did you notice that? No, I didn't. Like Randy's niece is basically wearing the exact same outfit Randy does in the first. Well, you bring up like you bring yeah, up them. Yeah, the let's new round, characters. Let's round out the rest <laughs> of the kids cast here. Um, so you've got uh, Melissa Barrera, who is an absolute babe. Um, she's playing Sam Carpenter. Yep. She is, turns out, Billy Loomis's daughter. Yes. No, Which is why don't... she sees visions of Billy Loomis. Now we don't do we we didn't ever find out her who her mother was, right? I you I don't think you it's ever just like see her mother her? was a heavy drinker and was not present. I just don't. Right, I, I like don't her, think that her yeah, mother is really that important to the story, right? Honestly, yeah. I think that her, like her mom, was just who her mom was, and she happened to have hooked up with Billy, and they lied about it, and that's that's it. That right. that situation is kind of like its own little thing, right? I don't think it that does, her mom's really all that important. It does make me wonder if that's going to be something that if it comes back comes back because I mean, like be, you didn't movie. really you you never really would have thought billy loomis's mother would be an important person either right. and then she ends up being the killer in the second movie yeah you know what i mean True. like it so, all ties back in a lot of them it ties back to family ties and right yeah well yeah so you've got uh, melissa Barrera playing sam carpenter you've got her sister played by jenna ortega because of course jenna ortega's in it yeah jenna ortega's great she I, is she's I think fantastic she's, i think she's awesome um she plays tara carpenter who she's she kind of takes takes over the the beginning the Drew Barrymore role. You think yeah. that she's yeah. going to be the first sacrifice mm-hmm. and then she ends up being more sort of a a bait character. Yep. But yep. she does get attacked and attacked in the uh, beginning of the movie. Um you've got Jasmine Savoy Brown playing Mindy Meeks Martin who is Randy Meeks's niece. Niece. Yep. Uh, Which and I then, love that his sister comes back too. Yeah, like I think that was a really fun little. Yeah, what the hell's her? Fifteen seconds. What's her? Uh, <laughs> he, played played perfect. by Heather Matarazzo. Yeah. Was that yeah. the same actress? Yeah, yeah. it yep. was. Okay, oh, yeah. okay. Um, and then his sister, they're twins, right? Or I his? Believe, or, uh, I believe they're sorry, twins. her. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. her. Her brother, played by Mason Gooding, which is Cuba Gooding Jr.'s uh-huh. 
son. Oh, is it really? Yeah. yeah. Was he in something else? Was he in one of the CW shows or something? Because he looked fucking not familiar it, as all hell. Let's not see. that I know of. One of the guys uh, in the sixth movie was, but I don't know about him. No. Who was? Oh. Oh. Yes. He's in. He's in. Yes. I don't see anything that I would. Okay. Know he he from. just he just looked familiar to me. That's all. Um, he's one of my favorite characters. Not so much. I mean, I liked him in Scream. Parentheses five, but he's one of my he's one of my favorite characters in like overall in both of the movies. Yeah, they were good. Yeah. And then yeah, both of them as a she she kind of takes on the role. Um, Mindy kind of takes over the role of the film nerd. Like she's yep. she's obsessed with her uncle Randy and his legacy, and so she takes on the role of his uh, like that film nerd. She knows all the rules of of the uh, scary movies. Mm-hmm. She's the one who's up on all the like. She knows all about requels and and uh, like franchise uh, redevelopments and stuff like that. So she is the one who kind of conducts these meetings to figure out who the killer is. Yeah. yeah. Although she's usually that, wrong. That, Dewey, <laughs> that, that, that they find so they, they find Dewey in the beginning of this and they bring Dewey to one of those meetings. Dewey calls it right off the bat. Yeah. Yep. No one fucking listens yep. to nope. him. <laughs> Nope, sure does it because I feel like you you need that Randy type character still because even though you know the basic rules of a horror movie, it changes with every like that's why they bring him back in three in a video right because you have to tell the trilogy rules right. and now it's the franchise rules and so I feel like you still very much need that and I like the fact that they're related to him like I thought that was a yeah it like it all coming back to you that next generation I thought mm-hmm. that was a fun yeah way to I do thought it. that was cool too um. Who else? Did, oh, you had uh, <laughs> Dylan Dylan Minnette playing Wes Hicks. Yep. So you have this movie's a tribute to Wes Craven, and they named naturally one of the characters right. Wes. Yep. And they gave it to the word. I hate this kid. Um, <laughs> what else was he in? Aaron Aaron was watching this awful show on Netflix called. Um, 13, 13 reasons, reasons why, why. Uh, god uh-huh. i only watched the first season which i didn't i didn't hate the first season but i did I, not he enough is, to carry on to the next season he so this this I didn't mind the, his character in this movie the entire show i think you'd have to know his character in this show to realize why i don't like him but like this show is all about a girl who commits suicide and then she leaves like a she leaves a series she leaves a series of like tapes and journals and stuff to tell people why and somehow yeah 13 of them (laughs) somehow this kid even though this poor girl killed herself somehow this asshole finds a way to make everything about him and his problems he's the whiniest bitch in the entire like worst character in a tv show i've ever seen and And every time i watch that show with aaron i was like I'd love to see somebody just slowly stab him in the jugular. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> and, there you go. <laughs> and then my dreams came true. I feel like that that same type of character carried over into this movie where he he wasn't necessarily whiny, but he was kind of like he's the one who sneakily calls Sam and he's yeah. the one who like is kind of in the background kind of just a little sad puppy. A little bit of a like. butter soft yeah. bitch. Yeah. Butter soft bitch. A little bit. <laughs> That's it. A little bit. Um I I thought it was very annoying. I I like Easter eggs, I do, but I one of my big pet peeves with horror movies is when they use names that are like so obviously odes to something else that you can't not think of it like like naming him Wes. 
it's nice. And naming it's the nice. girls the Carpenter, Carpenter girls. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's just like, we get it. Right. We get it. You like John Carpenter. You like Wes. Now, when, when we all thought that Jenna Ortega was going to die in the beginning and they say, oh, is Wes still bothering you? Oh, cool. Mention mention his name once. That's a, that's a fun little ode Easter egg to Wes Craven. It doesn't need to be in the entire movie, though, the whole time. I, I don't would know. I would agree with you in almost any other franchise except this one. I agree. Because the Scream franchise is meant to be so meta sure but, one you, of but, my favorite but the parts name carpenter <laughs> though is so like it doesn't brazen. matter i don't know it doesn't it just, matter like well, it bothers you know, that's the whole point well, well and also sure, they don't sure. use their last name all they do a little bit more in the like in the in scream five that <laughs> they um i feel like they use it a bit more than what is really necessary sometimes yeah but yeah just to kind of drive that up point home i guess but that is one of my favorite things about the scream franchise yeah. is finding like catching all of those little things sure the, the sure. fact the fact that in every single scream movie something happens on elm street right you know yeah oh yeah I didn't, you know, like well, even I mean, even, this even one, when they even when they were in new york there was a there was an elm place yeah. you know there was no there well, was no elm street so but there was an the elm fact place that it's not done elm yeah in the fifth one, when you don't you, you yeah. say you don't know that until the fifth movie though. Yeah. There was a deleted scene in the in the original Scream that showed her when she called nine one one or something like that of her telling her address mm-hmm. and it was on Elm Street, mm-hmm. but they cut that out. So that was never established until mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah, it's the first time that you know that Sydney lives on Elm Street. But the but if so, you I I'm pretty sure if you go back and look at Mo, I'm. I think in every movie it they don't say it, but they'll they'll show a a, a street sign that says Elm Street. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, hmm. I'll have I mean, to go back and rewatch that. I, I mean, say, I they're Wes Craven that. movies, so why would I? It, 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 do you think that these movies? Do you think they take place in the same universe? I don't think they could because they know the stories as movies. That's so true. That wouldn't yeah. really make oh sense. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that wouldn't really make actual... any kind of sense. But well, hold on. They know the. They also know the. They also know the story of Sydney Prescott as movies too. For the for, oh. through the well, stab that's movies. A fair point. They Those know. They know movies. the real life story of Sydney Prescott, which was then turned into a movie. Yeah, but but, but nightmare. You know the nightmare, nightmare on Elm Street, Street movies get meta toward the end too because they start making movies based off of Heather Langenkamp's. Nan- and how do you how do you know that those weren't based off of? true events in that world right i'm just gonna go ahead and say i like movies and then (laughs) not not pay too much attention to it (laughs) because it doesn't hurt my brain as much that's super disappointing (laughs) super super disappointing um who else do we have uh jack quaid plays richie kirsch jack 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 quaid Quaid, if you don't know is uh dennis quaid's son oh Um, okay okay uh and then Uh, also poor man's uh joshua jackson because uh, really I am i the only it. one that saw josh joshua jackson on that no i was getting more of a uh i'm just waiting for him to fucking free willy like that's that's all i was waiting for <laughs> like that's jump all. over the wall again that's a different movie <laughs> not the right one i'm gonna go up and kill those dogs <laughs> i can't why are they doing that i don't know because jen's here is it because we have all these pretzels See, down it, here i'm telling you you gave him a piece of a pretzel and now he wants all of them down out damn it uh kyle golner is in it which yep. he was in freddy Ver- uh no, no uh night uh freddy versus jason, Vers- jason. Yeah, freddy versus jason yep uh he gets plugged pretty quick <laughs> he i like 
badass version of him so much more than nerdier version. Yeah. Like, I think he pulls it off. Like, like just the, like dirty, yeah. white trash, gross rather, guy. Like Rather than the little sleep-deprived yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Mikey Madison plays Amber Freeman, yep. who is worth mentioning for reasons. <laughs> <Right>. For <laughs> reasons. Oh, I think it goes without saying, but if you're new to the show, spoiler alerts. We will be talking about the ending of this movie. Oh, yeah. And everything having to do with it. So, you yep. know, if you don't want to hear that, go away. So, okay. <laughs> the, the the story of the movie is basically this. Uh, you have Jenna Ortega's character, Tara. She gets attacked in the beginning. Doesn't actually die. Uh, her sister gets called by Wes mm-hmm. and says, your sister was attacked. They have been estranged because her sister basically left as soon as she could. We don't know why yet, but it's because of the whole story of her father and all all that stuff right. with Billy Loomis. Uh, they come back to town. Uh, the sister, um, what's her name? Sam. 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 Sam comes back to town with her boyfriend, Richie, uh, Jack Quaid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with her boyfriend, Richie, who is just kind of like this nerdy, like, he's kind of cool, but kind of nerdy, like... Claims he's never seen like the stab movies before, so right. he's watching them all the entire time that he's there and everything else. Um, yeah, he's just kind of a pud. I don't know. Oh, he's... I like. I actually really like Richie. He's the well, he's, o- yeah, he's, he's he's the only one throughout the entire beginning of the movie who seems like he's got any sense. Which well, is, sure. Which is a huge red flag. Yep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not not to mention, did you? I don't know if you picked up on this or not, but like, because he does, he says something about never seeing the movies. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they spend one night at the hospital and she wakes up and he's watching the first stab movie. And he Mm -hmm. says, oh, I'm doing my homework just to to be prepared if it is what you guys say. But then they go to see Dewey the very next day. And this is after the attack in the hospital. So he wouldn't have had any time to watch the rest of the movie or the subsequent subsequent sequels. And this is where I first started thinking that it was him because they go and they see Dewey. And as they're walking out of the trailer after Dewey uh, um, slams the door in their face, he turns around and he says, oh, he's so much more fun in the movies. Did Mm. you notice that? Movies. Movies. Uh He said he's Uh so much more fun in the movies, implying that he has seen all the movies. Yeah. Good point. Well, it's pretty quick that he's on eight already. It's not long after that. I, but this was the, but eight. this was the next day. But but that's what I mean. Like that also kind of doesn't make any sense because the timeline doesn't necessarily add up to where you'd have enough time to get that far. Like well, so that, that's what he's it? saying. No, that's my point though. I, yeah, I'm like, agreeing with you. I'm saying oh, that's, yeah. that's another right, right, added yeah. part to that. Like it doesn't make sense that he yeah. would already be on eight. So to me, that was like that was that. like yeah. oh hmm. He said that he had not seen the movies, and then he said right. Dewey's more fun in the movies. So which is it, right. prick? Get yeah. it together. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, did anybody else find it weird that all the kids in Woodsboro are all happen to be friends? Like the son of the sheriff, the niece and nephew of uh, Randy, Randy, the daughter of Stu. Like they all happen to just be friends in this movie. That strike anybody else is kind of weird. <laughs> um. Well, like, almost as if it was contrived. Well, it wasn't the daughter of <laughs> Stu. Stu didn't have any kids. Well, that's, I didn't say not, that's Stu. Billy. Billy, sorry. Oh. Um, well, yeah. Well, like, but it if, makes sense because they're all from the same area. But but it, but it was contrived. It, if you think about it, it well, was... Well, them being friends wasn't contrived. Well, if you think about it, really the only two people connected to the original 
were Randy's uh, niece and nephew. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Sam wasn't Sam, Billy's daughter, wasn't called back into the to the fold until this situation was contrived by the killer. Well, no, but, by attacking Tara. But they were all friends before then. That's what I'm saying. Like this, the, their whole their whole friend group though is made up of people that are connected to this original story somehow, some way. Who else I just, was, I just find who else that, was connected? It was Rand, Randy and uh, uh, Randy's niece and nephew were obviously. Yeah. Uh, you had you had uh, Billy's daughter, obviously. Uh, then you have um, Sheriff uh, Judy Hicks's son, was yeah. played by uh, what's his name, the guy that you can't Dylan stand. Dylan Minnette. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just find it funny that all these I, different people that are connected are just happen in to be some friends. Way to the franchise. Still. Yeah. That's I don't all. know. Woodsboro seems like a I don't, <laughs> seems like a small place, right? Like, wouldn't it make sense that? I don't know. It doesn't seem like any smaller than any other city. Yeah, I don't know. It's not like it's in Hicksville, USA. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. I I guess it. I didn't really think about it, but sure. Yeah. It's... I mean, it could be too that like Randy's sister maybe was friends with the sheriff before they were, like, when they were younger, and then their kids just sort of grew up together. Yeah. That could be part of it too. Like, obviously, if yeah, if all if their Billy, parents were right, if her if her mom hooked up with Billy. It stands to reason she would know some of those same people, and that could be why her daughters are then friends with their kids. That's true, I suppose. Kind of like the squad kids are all going to be friends. Yeah. Makes sense, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello. Microphone's falling over. <laughs> um, okay, so in, in in terms of this, this week, we could go through the, the, the whole plot of the movie. That's yeah, almost, almost irrelevant. Yeah. Um, Compared to the last couple Scream movies that we've gotten, like Scream Three, I was not a huge fan of. Scream Three, I would say, is the worst of all of the original trilogy. I did not like Scream Four. Like I, I did when I revisited it last year to uh, watch before this movie when it came out. We, uh, Kristen and I, rewatched it, and I just did not have a good time with it at all. Like Mm. I, it just, it was just a bad. It was just not great. It just yeah. wasn't good. Um, and I re-listened to our episode 36 earlier today. Mm-hmm. We both kind of had the same thoughts the first time around, too. Of we watching had, Scream 4. Yeah, we, we both had, I think, talked about it a little bit higher back then. But we both were kind of like, it's not the best. Right. Um, so this movie was a breath of fresh air, I thought, for the franchise. I thought that, okay. that it... That felt more like a Scream movie than a Scream movie has felt in a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. The ensemble of characters, even though even though I don't always identify with the younger characters in a lot of these movies, they felt like the originals. Like it, it felt mm-hmm. very much like it existed in the same world, and it was like a really true. I don't know, like a requel. It, you know, took, they, it was, yeah. I don't know. It took me a. It took me a. A few minutes to kind of get rid, uh, not get rid of, get get used to this new, like teen ensemble, because mm-hmm. it's like nothing really compares to the original right. ensemble. But they've tried in subsequent movies, and especially like you said in four, I, like it just that one felt like a cash grab. Like it felt like they were just retreading a lot of the same stuff they've been doing with Sydney being the main character yeah. again and everything like we've we've yeah. seen that how many times well I guess like to step outside of uh to step outside of scream too like there's there's so many there's so many movies where they try and go back and recapture the same feeling of the you know the original ensemble and it, it's just like ah, these kids are just annoying 
Like I, yeah. Even if you can't like. A lot of times it has to do with, I can't relate to them because they're younger than I am now. Like it's, I related to the original ensemble because that's when I was growing up, you know, like that's how things were. But they do, I don't know, like after the initial shock of like, after the initial shock of like meeting this new cast and being like, oh my God, I got to get used to all these Gen Zers. (laughs) I actually really liked all of them. Yeah, I I did too. Um it's the core four. Yeah, the core. <laughs> yeah, the, the, like I said, uh, uh, what the hell is his name? Um, uh, Chad. Yeah. Chad and Mindy became two of my favorite characters. I thought they were awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the core four. Yeah, like I, they were. It was just like a really endearing crew. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I just felt like I, I liked them, and I, I was like, I was, I was really like. Not looking forward to any of them dying. Yeah, and I and I was like, I was thinking about it afterward. I was like, they really kind of broke the rules with, with like not killing some of these kids off. But then I thought, well, Randy is essentially split into two people between Mm -hmm. Chad and Mindy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like the fact that he, because he did, he survived getting pretty messed up in the first movie. Did yeah. they kill him off in the second nope. movie? Nope. Yeah, it was the second movie. Randy was in the second one, yeah. But oh, they well, killed he, him off in the second. Was, oh, he, he was in the beginning. The he was in the beginning yeah. of the second movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. They did yeah. the whole returning character I mean, dying the first act the right. thing. Yeah. Right. Yep. yep. And so I guess they still did pretty... I was pretty, so mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that he died. I was so mad. Especially the fact that... It, and I like that they addressed it in in, uh, yeah. in six. They're like, yeah. second movie, like... He, uh, our uncle randy got killed in broad daylight right. like it was yeah because she's like did you do you really think that this is safe like that's exactly how randy died it was the okay. middle of the day got pulled into a van and got stabby 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 or whatever she said it was really you kind of funny. you brought up the rules mm-hmm. and i feel like this movie did a really good job of reestablishing those rules because mm-hmm. the sequel is all like anytime you get into the sequel territory after the first movie it always kind of seems like they're just kind of retreading and replaying the same things over and over. Whereas this one, it felt fresh again. I don't know how they managed to do that, but radio silence captured the feeling of that first movie again, Mm -hmm. where everything felt as it did back way back when everybody was still very like new to this. It was funny. Like an old, old trick, but new, I I don't know, feeling for it. It was funny because in scream five, they, they knew the rules and they were semi abiding by the rules, but it was almost like they were, they were still so naive. They're like, this could never actually happen to us. So we know the rules and we're going to kind of jokingly, jokingly like formulate our plans around those rules. But then you have the old school characters who are like, no, 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 no. This is how it works. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I love that. Like, don't trust these people. Yeah, don't do it. Like, man, like Mindy's literally sitting and watching the the movie about like the scene about her uncle sitting on the couch, going, "Turn around, man, turn around," right. and she's like, and the same things happening to her. And like I said, they're all just sort of they're all just sort of naive about it. Like they know the rules, but they're not really paying that much attention to them they're mm-hmm. not really and then when um uh, when sydney and and gail show up they're like they're like no like this is the real shit like this is exact like you are you have the rules you know the way they're supposed to go stop stop saying them and then and then not paying attention to them right. yeah <laughs> and they just 
they walk in and immediately start fucking stuff well, up, and I love it. Even the even the killers in this movie, you know, we I think we already did we already establish who the killers were. No, no, no. Okay, well, so did you hope before you get to that? Did you think that it was anybody else before I the reveal? I honestly don't remember what I thought the first time I saw the movie being that I'd already seen it and I knew who the killers were watching it from that perspective. It's clear as fucking day. At least one of them. Um, the male counterpart in the, in the killer duo was clear as fucking day. Yeah. Um, he's far too relaxed through the whole thing. I actually forgot which, who the other person was. Oh, you did. I kind that I kind of forgot about. And I, and once, once it hit, I was like, Oh yeah, duh. That makes, perfect sense mm-hmm. um, i don't think she was terribly obvious though she wasn't she wasn't but but it makes perfect sense though because it she's the only other character in the story that you can live without if that makes sense like you can kill her off and she they doesn't don't really give matter you a lot of backstory on her that no. was one of the things i was thinking of today when i was watching it was <clears throat> there she's the one character that you don't really get a lot of attached information about either. you don't get attached to her you don't really know a lot about where she comes from. She's kind of the only one that doesn't have any strong ties to anything in the original. Which, kind of just, that's a red flag in and of itself. Right, just kind of makes sense. And same thing, like, with, with the boyfriend, he was way too calm. Like, he's watching Netflix yeah. throughout this whole thing. Like, <laughs> you are far too calm about... And he had some good lines about like, no, we're gonna just get the fuck out of here. Oh, like, yeah. that's a one, two, three, no fucking way. Yeah, like, <laughs> just like that was. He had fantastic. a lot of great lines in the movie. Yeah. He really did. Like he was, he was the one line king yeah. in this. But there were so many movie. red flags, but they, I think, where they did a good job with it was they've done that in the past where they make you think it's one person, especially with the love interest, like in the second movie, they make you think it that they cast that doubt. That it could be the boyfriend, and then it is very much not the boyfriend. Sure. And so I feel like you, you, it makes you think: Are they doing that on purpose? Are they well, trying to make him look guilty when it's not him? Maybe this is a product of these kind of movies. But the when they set up a scene where you see the killer, and then the boyfriend happens to be there right. at the same time, yeah. like I look at that backwards. I'm like, oh, well, that means that he's the killer. Like, oh, yeah. like you see certain things where it's like they're intentionally putting him in this spot to make him not look like the killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's who it is. Yeah. yeah. Like they do that a lot, and you can kind of see how their their backwards logic works once you kind of like get an eye for it. Sure. At least in this movie, you could. Well, especially with him too, like because uh, there are several scenes where he is in the same room as the killer and even attacked by the killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a couple of instances, and. I think if I remember correctly, like think about the way Ghostface attacks people. He's always holding the knife like a serial killer would, mm-hmm. like point down. But the scene where he ends up cutting, uh, what was his name? What was the boyfriend's name? Richie. Mm-hmm. The scene where he ends up cutting him, he actually switches his grip and does like a like a slashing motion. Okay. Which would, you know... You wouldn't be stabbing the person in the arm. You would just be kind of grazing them with the blade to give them a, a flesh wound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I didn't notice that, but that makes and sense. Not to mention the most ridiculous part of that scene, which is when Tara is in the in the um, hospital and she hears some commotion outside and she wheels out and she finds the security guard with his throat slit and then she wheels into that room. When Richie's coming in to see where she is because he, quote-unquote, got a call from Sam and said you were in trouble, 
he would have seen the dead security guard right there. Right. Yeah. Like, there's no way to miss that. There's blood everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Yet he just comes in and he's just like kind of like a, just a dope, like, what? What's going on? <laughs> like, he he plays dumb a little too well. Yeah. That it, that it becomes a red flag where you're like, mm, this guy can't be that stupid. Yeah. Speaking of that scene... Oh. They they do something that even Mr. Arquette was not prepared for, and they killed Dewey. Was he really so not prepared? No, for it? no. When he he didn't know he was gonna die until he got the script. And really? Then, and he was like, oh, oh, but hurt over it. He survived um, so many things where he just should be dead. He should like he should have been be, dead. So many. All he of should the be the character that survives every movie. Right. I would much rather them taking out Gale in this movie. Honestly, mm. keep Dewey alive. But, like, I feel like David Arquette's the the backbone to the entire yeah, franchise. It was when because you expect him to survive it again, yeah. right? Like like the first hit, you're like, okay, he's gonna you're gonna think he's dead, and then he's gonna come back, and then they just nope. But that's, <laughs> there is no coming back but from they the es- second knife and the just straight up slice. It but they established that in these two movies, legacy characters are just mm-hmm. cannon fodder yeah. at yep. this yep. point yep. in time. Yep. Um, the problem I have with this, and but it was part of my when I wrote down that list of words: stupid, contrived, annoying, unbelievable. I loved it. <laughs> like, <laughs> the the what they do with Ghostface, it's almost like what you're seeing on screen is not exactly what's happening because what you're seeing on screen is the idea of what Ghostface is. It's this larger than life killer. Like yeah. this just absolute dominant force because Ghostface, the size of Ghostface is never consistent no. with who the actual is, killer no. is. No, because I in that. that scene, and I, I kind of loved how Dewey dies with two knives yeah. slitting up through all of his guts and his spine and everything. These and then the killer brutal. leans over the killer yeah. leans over and says it was an honor. Yeah. I was like, Oh yeah. that's kind of like it's sad, but that's also kind of dope. Yeah. Like this, yeah. oh yeah, this I person, like, lot, yeah. like I'm finally the one who took out Dewey. Yeah, Dewey also, Riley, the like, invincible I, I, like, Dewey I Riley. Just earned a Mara badge, right? <laughs> but also, that girl was maybe ninety pounds, like yeah. maybe five yeah. foot, yeah. one inch yeah. tall, maybe ninety pounds. The but second- this killer just took three shots to the chest and a bulletproof vest and managed to like. Think about think about this thing that they do like probably fifteen times between these two movies. The thing where somebody goes to stab another person and then the person who's about to be stabbed catches the forearm. Yeah. And then the the knife slowly gets pushed toward the person's face or sure. their neck or their chest or whatever. If you're Dewey's size and the person attacking you is the size of Amber. Yeah. Right. You're you're simply just gonna Push her away like she's a tiny little feather. Well, right. Not to jump ahead of her, but look in, Scr- like in Scream 6 when they're in the convenience store. That person walking around in the convenience store Huge. is not the size of either uh, of the people that no. the, the killers ended up being. No. I mean, the, the, the dude's kind of tall. He's pretty tall. Nah, not, not, not that size. He was taller than his... But bit, I can't picture either of them doing that, though. Right. Like, like the, the yeah. nothing fits. Right. At all, right? I think that's kind of the that's kind of like this the that's just what these movies are. Like you just it's it is what it is. The yeah. killer, the killer is the killer until they're unmasked and then they're whatever. I yeah, like almost it's almost always the the consistency. 
the consistency is not with who the killer is, but it's almost it's pretty much the same consistency through every movie. Like they, he looks the same size. That's what I'm in every. That's what I'm saying. Like it's he's he's not so much he he's not so much the person who's under the mask and the cloak. He's a he's a uh, a, he's a folklore character. Kind of. Yeah. So to everyone, he looks like the same same hulking, creepy ghost face. You know. and the folklore was extended in this movie because the violence in these two movies, I thought, was so much more than so anything more. in the before. Like, brutal. so many people get stabbed in the face, yeah. and so <laughs> many, the slow stabbing and the uh, twisting, and then the, that, not just Oh, the he twists the knife in, in a lot of the cases. Yeah. Like, yeah. But and not then just twisting, but then pulling, pulling up and straight yeah. gutting. Oh, and I, I'm sorry, I, I have to call this out. Between both of these movies, mm-hmm. Far too many people get their innards scrambled and then act like they were never fucking stabbed in the gut. I'm sorry. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Every character that gets stabbed in the gut can apparently just brush it off Uh for the rest of the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Like, not have a problem. misses every major organ, everything in the way. It's just a little scratch. Yeah. Because the way it it works is when a knife gets plunged into your stomach, your guts just sort of slide around it. (laughs) It's like, you know, missed me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just, all the, just, yeah, I, I just... I, I agree. Know. I think that I think <laughs> yeah, that's, right. I feel like that happens in a lot of slasher movies though, where they like anybody gets stabbed or whatever happens and they just get up and kind of walk away and it's like Well you have a slight limp. Okay. Mm. And I'd be mm-hmm. writhing on the ground yeah. in pain. <laughs> well it's funny, David Arquette actually, it's funny watching this movie and him getting all bloodied up and everything, because in real life, that David Arquette was essentially a scream victim. Because David Arquette is a professional wrestler, if people didn't know this, right? He uh, he he did. He was in that movie Ready to Rumble back mm-hmm. in the day, mm-hmm. and apparently that turned him on for his love of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And in his later years, he actually does wrestle now. Yeah. And maybe like five or six years ago, he did a. He randomly got involved in a death match that <laughs> he had, was You're not gonna... prepared for at all with. A guy who, he was wrestling this guy named Nick Gage, who is a complete fucking psychopath. I don't like deathmatch wrestling. I think it's we're just absolutely the worst. Like, yeah. It's so stupid. And he was in this match where they were using like blades and glass and pizza cutters and all this stuff. And David Arquette got like thrown through this, they taped together like bundle of like two dozen light tubes Mm -hmm. and he slashed his like neck open. Oh, I remember that. Like really bad. And it's like, yeah, he took the move and then grabbed his neck and just got up and fucking walked away. Like, and then eventually he can, he was all pissed off and he eventually came back and like did one move and finished it and then ran back to the back again. But he was super fucked up. I remember that. And he, in an interview, he's like, I guess I'm not made for deathmatch wrestling. I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't know what he was getting into. Like, and the guy, you, the guy that he was, know? the guy that he was wrestling, literally, I, I don't know if he actually, maybe he didn't actually, but he was like this close to death because he ripped his entire side open on mm. a light tube spot one time and lost so much blood that he was, like, I think he was pronounced dead for like six minutes. This is the guy that David Arquette was wrestling. What's the what's the he point? He came dude? back like, for so more. Stupid. At that it's point? so stupid. That's it was dumb. It's all the guy knows how to do. That's dumb. That's it. That's how he makes his money. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very stupid. But 
that all being said, I'm watching this and I'm like, I know what happens when you get slashed in the neck. You kind of freak out and you go, you don't just, oh, oh hi guys. I got stabbed in the neck. Right. <laughs> like you're not, right. you're not all calm or, or you know, how these characters act when they get stabbed. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's no, ta- like, which character are you talking about in particular who gets stabbed in the neck? My, all of my memory, all of my memory is going towards the second movie and people getting stabbed and then not reacting to it. But this movie had a lot of it too. Yeah. I can't think of any particular um, characters. I mean, honest. like, but I know it happened. I'm pretty sure if you get stabbed in the gut once, there's so, there's so much going on besides just bleeding. Yeah. You know, like if you hit your stomach and the stomach acid is coming out, if you hit the intestines and all of your like the bacteria and in your intestines and intestines is coming out, like all the things, everything like getting getting stabbed, stabbed in the gut once, I think, can kill you very quickly. And like oh, you yeah. said, there's he's not only stabbing in, he's stabbing in and twisting the knife and then pulling it out right. after it's been yeah. twisted. Yeah, he does that to Mindy. And she's on the train. There's, there's, well, that's the and you think movie, like, but that's the second movie. Sure, yeah, yeah. But you think, oh well, she's done for. But yeah. then the next scene, like she's getting pulled out, she's getting pulled out and put on the platform. And then at the end of the movie, she's, she's literally just, oh, running. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, but yeah. she, but she says, "Is they're gonna?" It's kind of funny because you're, yeah. you're thinking, how is she standing? right now but you hear her as she's getting into the ambulance she's like they gave me so many drugs drugs. she says i can't feel anything below my neck still but that's what the that's the funny part because it's ridiculous calling attention to to the fact that jump towards her her girlfriend in the second movie yeah gets literally stabbed twisted gutted up gutted up to like her lungs but then is crawling across the ladder Nothing spilling out of her. See, yeah, I, wish her. Would, I wish they would. I wish they would have done that. As he was shaking the ladder, her I wish her guts, guts would have yes, started falling. Yes. Out. I honestly thought that's what was going to happen. Yeah, because it, there was just no way that oh, she dude. was going to get on that. And then as he's yeah. moving it, she's not going to just. First of all, you're not going to have the the wherewithal or the capacity to hold on to that ladder. Right. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, like you're just, it's just not. So they should have, as she was crawling across, as he started shaking the ladder, her guts should have fallen out. And then when she fell, the guts get tangled. And then she's falling <laughs> and then like <laughs> and then finally just like it I mean you, her, her like just a hitting squ- the dumpster and cracking her oh, head open was pretty oh. brutal too. That was brutal. Her <laughs> face just caves in. Yep. Oh yep. my god. Uh, well, hey, we're jumping ahead before we yeah, get there. Sorry. Sure, yeah. Uh Scream though, parentheses, five parentheses, um, <laughs> was was a really, really good return of the franchise. Yeah, I yes. liked it a lot. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, me too. I thought and that Radio Silence... Yeah, I like how this movie yeah, established going, the house yeah. as like the house now. I like the fact that a lot of them, like not a lot, but like the third act of the movie too was taking place in Stu Mocker's house yeah. and you had no idea Yeah, until... Because like even the, even the part where... Uh, um, why do I keep for Chad? Chad's running around outside, and you still like you see glimpses of the outside of the house, yeah. but you don't put it together. And then they finally, uh, um, Sydney and Gail are on their way there, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" Because they put a tracker on <laughs> uh-huh. Sam's car, yep. and <laughs> she calls her like, "Are you stupid? You're <laughs> at you're at Stu Mocker's house, right? Like they obviously drew you there for a sure. reason." 
Um, and the fact that it all takes place, like the 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 ending, all takes place in Stu's house, is yeah. really cool. Well, yeah. I feel like there's so much of it that looks it looks back on the first movie so much. Like I was saying, like down to some of the outfits, some of the people are well, wearing. Are it very was a requel, of course. Correct. So you still you it ends at the house, and there there the beginning is very close to the Drew Barrymore one, even down to like her playing with the knife block, like yeah. Drew Barrymore yeah. does yeah. when she's making the popcorn. So it was that was one of my favorite things of that, I f- of that I movie. I feel like it was a perfect mix between drawing in a new new audience yep. and playing into the nostalgia of us. 100%. And, you know? And on a third level of that, I thought it was brilliant that they brought in movies like The Babadook. And right, yeah. not, like They yeah. made the big elevated deal. Horror. Elevated horror. <laughs> yeah. And basically, the, the filmmakers of this movie are like, fuck your elevated horror the slasher classics are where it's yeah. at. Yep. Like, like they will always reign supreme. Like, get get out of here with all your horror has to mean something. No, it's about the fun of blood and guts and yep. just being scared. Like, yep. that's that's the essence of what these movies should be. And they really brought it back to that. With and tongue in cheek, we're just kind of poking all the the elevated horror fans at the same time. And yeah. Which continued into the second movie, too. Yeah, I feel like the reveal of Amber being one of the killers was brutal, too. She just shot that girl right in the face. Yeah, yeah. She's just like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Gone. I was like, oh, shit. Well, and then I felt like, too, so there was, there was, they got to mix in a little bit of social commentary, but it's funny because they almost went against, uh, they, they went against what a lot of people would consider. So the the message at the end was, oh, I've been radicalized. They they basically like uh, Amber and Amber and Richie met each other in like 4chan, right? Yeah. And and she tries to like throw her hands up at the end and be like, oh, I was radicalized in the message boards. Yeah. And and Sydney just looks at her and she's like, fuck you, like, yeah. <laughs> because I mean, for for decades, people people said like, oh, horror movies are making kids go out and commit these yeah. acts, these atrocious acts. And I feel like the Scream franchise has always pushed back against that kind of stuff. And this was the Scream franchise saying fuck off with all this like radicalized yeah. in the message board stuff yeah. like have a little bit of accountability for your actions because if 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 it were tr- if it were true that <laughs> if it were true that people were just being radicalized by horror movies and stuff and going out and killing people all of us would be killing people by right, now sure right. it's not it's it's there's people obviously with like deeper issues going on and they might be they might be spending their time in these in these uh, message boards and stuff like that, but it doesn't mean that they're being radicalized and driven to kill by. I, yeah. I to me that was kind of like the the message that they tried to bear out at the end was, don't blame like we're just trying to have a good time here. Is it violent and bloody and disgusting and disturbing? Of course, but we're just having fun. Don't blame us for the world's problems right that's that's kind of what i took away from it anyway kind of well and the the fact that this movie kind of ties into the next movie quite a bit too you can kind of grab the same themes from it like this the the second movie scream six that we're going to get into now is definitely more about toxic fandom than anything else like that's the, the the backbone but it directly is correlated to 
to this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so uh, Scream 6, because they brought back the numbers, from uh, earlier this year in 2023, <laughs> uh, once again directed by Radio Silence. Uh, in the next installment, the survivors of the Ghostface killings leave Woodboro behind and start a fresh new chapter in New York City. So it's basically Ghostface takes Manhattan. New York City. <laughs> That's it. Which I'm always, always, saying, always about love. them leaving like the, the same area. Like mm-hmm. Jason takes Manhattan is a terrible movie, but I fucking love it because <laughs> it's something different and new and it's great. Yeah. I remember when we did, I, I'm pretty sure we did a trailer trashed on this one. Yeah. And I remember seeing the, uh, oh, it was the first, the first teaser trailer in mm-hmm. the subway. Where the lights keep going out and the and Ghostface keeps getting closer and closer yep. to the camera, and I just thought that's cool. Like we're taking it out of Woodsboro, we're taking it out of the nice little suburban and, community and taking it to the mean streets of New York. It, and I, it just feels cool. I really thought that was nothing but a benefit for this movie. Is nothing. They had but to a, do something new, and that worked. And and Ghostface. So you're taking it from beautiful suburban quaint community. Where you have beautiful suburban, quaint, lurking in the shadows, ghost face to the mean, disgusting streets of New York, where ghost face acts accordingly, yeah. mean and disgusting. Yeah. Like I love like, the fact cares. that in yeah, I love the fact yeah. that in this movie, ghost face, he's using guns. Yep. He's he's just wa- like he's he at was... one point he's chasing he's chasing Sam and Tara, and they think oh we'll just duck into this this uh this um convenience store and we'll be safe because there's bright lights and there's lots of people and he just walks in and starts murdering yeah. people yeah. <laughs> destroys yeah. your sense of safety completely right ghostface in in the in the in scream 5 uh also killed the deputy though in broad daylight on her front porch yeah so that kind of started this transition of ghostface ghostface as a as a <laughs> A, a being if you will like out, outside of the individual killers like Ghostface as a mythos yeah. it kind of started moving him more into being more brazen mm. and this movie just took that and ran with it mm-hmm. yeah um i thought there was a complete difference in Ghostface though right from the very beginning the first time that you hear him on the phone there's just something different about the way he's talking on the phone feels different it feels darker it feels more well the f- sinister well the first time you hear him because the first time you hear him is not actually Ghostface. I'm talking about in the um, uh, where was it? Uh, in the cold open, it's not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not actually. Well, so but, are you, but you're they, talking about. That's why I said. That's why I said Ghostface as a mythos. It's not. I'm not talking about the individual killers acting like Ghostface. Like <laughs> it's what you think of when you're. When you're watching the movie and you think, "Oh, it's Ghostface," like they're so that's what I'm saying. Like the picture, I'm saying in that scene, you thought he already seemed different. Like even when it wasn't the true Ghostface, I definitely did. Yeah. Okay. And I know that was different characters, but it's a different killer every movie, so it doesn't matter who's playing him. It's the way the movie's trying to portray Ghostface, Mm -hmm. and in this one, he was much darker, much more sinister, much more you know brutal. Yeah. In 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 this version of it, Um, Samara Weaving. We got Samara Weaving in the beginning of this movie. <clears throat> oh boy here we go do it jen i will not. you know you want to lay you down i uh i i did not rewind it to watch her walk across the street i did <laughs> that yellow dress was something 
was good from the back. <laughs> it was very good from I the back. I was really bummed out that she died so quick, though. Um, I was shocked that they let her use her Kiwi accent. Why? You never hear Samara Weaving really using her native accent. She's always doing American accents. She's not from New Zealand, is yeah, she? Yeah, she is. She's Kiwi. Oh, I thought she was Australian. I think, I, is she Australian or Kiwi? I thought she was Kiwi. That shows Australia. Well, we're reg- so confident. Regardless, <laughs> regardless, though, you don't <laughs> ever two hear, really different things. You don't ever hear her use her native accent, though. She's always putting on an American accent, or at least dumbing it down a ton. It was full on in this. Like it's the way that you hear her in, um, in uh, uh, interviews, which always yeah. Like whenever I hear her talking in interviews, I'm like I always forget that she is right, that she has Australian accent. or Kiwi, yeah. which whichever one it is. <laughs> Pick um, one. I don't know. Look it up. Find it out. All right. But like I always forget that she is because you know you never hear her talk like that. She's so, Australian. So okay, so fine. So when she's in this movie and her really thick like bush Australian ac- accent comes out, I'm like, I always forget that she's that that's her real <laughs> yeah, voice. Yeah. You Love know, a thick bush, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> On that one, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, she was she was absolutely great in the beginning. It's another. It's in the long line of like established actresses in the first act getting taken out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in this movie you have, let's see. Um, what were we at here? Gail Weathers is back. Courtney Cox is back. She's really the only OG back in this movie outside of Skeet Ulrich, who makes uh, another couple uh, appearances as a, a apparition. Yeah. Yeah. And not at you. Sydney doesn't even come back for this nope. one. She's, she's they, they taking her off. She's taking Mark and the kids and getting, Getting to a getting safe location. Safe. Well, you she's remember, like, fuck this shit. No. You remember why that is, right? Yes. No. There was a there was a pay dispute, is basically what it was. She wanted oh. a certain amount of money to come back. She felt as though for her tenure in the franchise, she was not getting what she deserved. They couldn't come to an agreement, so she was out. Okay. That's basically what happened. <sighs> what a bummer. Yep. You but then, but then Courtney Cox goes on and says, "I'll do the role for free. I just like playing Gail Weathers." Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> I understand both points. Yeah, to be honest with you, I do. But yeah, it's it's a bummer that whatever. But I honestly, I do and I don't because once once you have millions of dollars in the bank, like, see, I'm one of these. I'm I don't like to me when you get to play pretend for a living. Yeah, like I'd be like, once I got a few million dollars in the bank, I'd be like. I, I will literally do whatever you want me yeah. to do because like, because we're having a good time. You know? I feel like if it had something to do with like an equal pay situation, then maybe I could understand standing your ground. Sure. But on something where you just kind of wanted more money and maybe you sounds, feel like you've you've earned the right to have that kind of money, it's still... It sounds to me like it was I more like I'd a situation where like you're not paying Tom Cruise less to be in the Mission Impossible movies. Like he yeah. is to Mission Impossible what she is to scream like she deserves to be making the bigger money at this point i think is more where it is, is kind of where it came from which i like i said i do understand that i do yeah. like you are the backbone of the franchise like that's when when people think of scream they think of her but but they that. made but they made scream six and she wasn't there and honestly did just I, fine did you miss her <laughs> I didn't. Uh, no, like I, I really I, didn't. I really liked having her in in Scream. I, I, th- I think they used her correctly in Scream. Yeah, she yes. was awesome. It was she was, she a, was, it was I don't want to say character. that it was a bit part, but like it wasn't. No, it was main. It, yeah. It wasn't main. Right. Yeah. That's and, how they should have used her. And she was like she was just a 
badass. She was the weathered badass. Her and Gail Weathers. They were (laughs) too many weathers. And uh, but yeah, like I I loved their dynamic and scream. Sure. And how they just came in and they they kind of ran the show. You know. Um. So so real quick then. uh, So Sam and Tara really miss her that much in Scream Six. Sam, Tara, Mindy, and Chad have all moved to New York. Total Chad. uh, the core four. The core four have core moved four. to New York to try to get away from everything that happened in the last movie. And I like how he went from. Sorry, I like how Chad went from like sort of the 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 jock dude in the in the first movie to he's sort of a dork in this movie, and I sure. liked him. That'll yeah. do it. That'll, like that'll still, do it. To he you. was still hunk. <laughs> he was still a hunky jock looking yeah. dude, but he was kind of a dork. He was sort of nerdy, and he was always sort of the the butt of their jokes and stuff. Yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. So. Chad is roommates with a guy named uh what was it Ethan? Ethan. Yes. Yeah. So so Chad was roommates with Ethan and then you have a new character named Quinn? Quinn. Quinn who was roommates with Sam and Tara. Mm-hmm. So those are your new characters. And then there's there's cute boy from across cute the way boy. who oh, cute boy. Was Danny. not cute <laughs> at all. I thought he was. Rug- I, looked, uh, I thought he was like ruggedly handsome. Yeah. I looked yeah, at, I looked at Kristen and I go, "Was he cute?" And she's like, "No." Oh, really? I, don't, I would not. I would not. I thought he had a nice smile. I would, say, uh, I would not call him cute. The ruggedly handsome thing. He's ruggedly it's handsome, that, and he was. That, he had a nice. He, he had a, like a, he had a nice boy. smile, and he was very understanding the whole time. But he yeah. had a. But he had a really like douchey New York accent, like, just was negative points a lot. No, so he did. Yeah, the way yeah, he, he did. talks drove me nuts when he was in Arrow. Was he in He was in Arrow. Yeah. I knew I recognized yeah, him from somewhere. It drove okay. me nuts when he was in that too. That's just, okay, I think, just how he talks. nerds. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got kind of like, yeah, this, yeah, like a douchey lisp or something. I don't yeah, know. Like, it's it's, there's just the something. Talks, yeah. Wow. Point, but, um, Hurtful. Don't have a list, but I'm so. <laughs> but it, dro- it drove me a little nuts in there. I didn't notice it as much in here, but I, that's what made me realize I knew him from somewhere. Yep. Um, yeah. Nah, dude. I'm looking at, like I'm looking at his uh, his IMDb profile picture. Yeah, you rocking a Bonesky over there? That's a ha- <laughs> that's a he's, handsome he's a dude. Handsome dude. Like, <laughs> like he's I'm not sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Well, regardless, <laughs> so he's 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 cute boy from across the way. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, the killings start again as from the first, the uh, first part of the movie. What? What? No. No. <laughs> um, so the killings start again. They're like, oh crap, let's all pack up and leave. It's in yeah. New York. Um, uh, Tara just wants to stay and like live her life. Like she's in denial the entire time where her sister is in therapy. Finally tells her therapist everything that's happened in her life. And he's like, fuck you. Gotta go. I almost, I almost <laughs> can't, can't do it. <laughs> I almost feel like, I almost feel like if you struck a balance between the two of them, you'd have a pretty healthy reaction yeah. to everything. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Tara's like, nah, I do. Because she, she does have like a pretty, she's like 18 years old and she's yeah. got a pretty healthy outlook on it. She's like, yeah. I can't let this shit define who I am the For rest the of rest my life. Of my life yeah. But also you're sort of, you you definitely almost died. You were kind several of several times. Right, like you should probably times. deal with it. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then well, the and then the other sisters like way too freaked out about it. Like yeah. you guys you strike a balance. Yeah. Right. Uh Somewhere. Mindy has Mindy. a new a new <laughs> <laughs> strike Slither <laughs> 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 me timbers. Uh Mindy's got a new girlfriend in this movie, uh Liv. No, it wasn't Liv. No, it was, it was Annika. Annika, yeah. 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 yeah, she was she was She's cute. Yeah. Um so she's got a new girlfriend. <laughs> right up until the point where 
most of her face got smashed to bits. <laughs> correct, correct. Um, so brutal. She's got a new girlfriend, and uh, Chad is just kind of... He's pretty damaged at this point, too. Chad's just chatting. He's chatting. Well, he's chatting. He... He's very he got well. Fucked he's fucked up in five. Yeah, like, he did. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying though. In this movie though, he's a lot more like he's still. <clears> it's like the outgoingness that he had in the first movie is sort of like faked in this movie. Chad's, he's trying to be his old self, but he's, he's not he's anymore. Tra- Chad's and he's trying to kind take of Ethan the, under his wing. Chad's kind of the new Dewey. Hundred percent. A little bit. Yeah. Well, because he gets brutally he gets, attacked in he gets both movies. Fucked up and in survives. the first movie. Lives after you think there's no way. Yeah. And then in the second movie just very heroic like he's being actively stabbed by two people right. in and the then, chest and, then, but and then he's having just going a conversation with them and he's just going run right. run and you're no, like okay well he's fucking dead yeah. and then he's exactly alive did you, at the end right. and talking which I is exactly thought, what happens dewey. in two to dewey yeah. comes they bring him down the stairs he's the new and dewey. they have no idea that he's like gail 100 percent thinks she watched him essentially die yeah, yeah. and then yeah. here he comes been bounce down on the stretcher so, the but, same way he yeah was. so basically yeah. we can look do. forward to seeing chad for the next five movies correct. and well, then he'll be brutally gutted correct. at some point <laughs> i feel like i don't want to say that they jumped the shark with a couple of things in this in this movie then don't the amount don't the amount of times <laughs> that characters stab people it's so awesome it's so <laughs> many but it, no, no 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 it it's a it's awesome don't get me wrong but it doesn't look real like at the end, I'm jumping all over the place here, but at the end when Sam kills the the main bad guy at the very end, mm-hmm. I thought for a second that like, did she fake him out? Did she have like a fake retractable knife and that she wasn't going to, to kill him to like prove that she wasn't what he thought she was? That thought went through your head? Yes, because as she's stabbing him, he has no stab marks anywhere on his body. It's all at like, all. It's all happening in flashes and stuff. Like, there's no not really. But he, but even afterwards, they show his whole body, like not in a flash or anything like that. He's just sitting there, and there's no blood coming from his arms, from his chest, from anywhere. Yeah. There's nothing. But I wonder like, too if they but, do but that, that same, with the dark. Clothes. That same thing happened though with Chad when he was getting stabbed fifty times. Yeah. Like they're it was like they're not showing they do they, they in some the in some marks. shots they they go out of their way to make it absolutely brutal but then in those cases where you're getting like like just massacred by stabbings mm. it's like there's no marks on their bodies or they're or they're not reacting to it in the way that you would expect them to react to it it's kind of weird I don't know like it was a weird balance it's either ridiculously brutal or unbelievably stoic ineffective in way, like, stoic um, or whatever yeah. yeah i don't know it's just weird like oh stop I'm stabbing just... me <laughs> stop uh i thought it was funny you know, she when she's in with her therapist she's like he's like oh what happened to him she's like i stabbed him 22 times and i slit his throat <laughs> like she said it with such ease and such like calmness she's like obviously that's what i did and he just puts um, his little notepad down i think right, we're done I think here we're done here he's like i need to report this to authorities <laughs> um i kind of i loved the movie house like that like that yeah. theater and oh, yeah. all of the stuff from the other movies i thought was such felt a felt like a jigsaw really layer right oh, yeah. yes thank you for yeah, saying yeah, that yeah. like i got major saw vibes mm. from this movie mm-hmm. major saw yeah. vibes uh which yeah. wasn't bad no it was it was, cool. it was it was it was kind of a nice new feeling well, they for even, didn't they a screen movie didn't they even mention jigsaw well radio movie? silence yeah. made jigsaw no i know but i think that one, one of the of characters, the characters mentioned jigsaw yeah. in this movie jig yeah. there's also somebody dressed up as um 
I like the clown that too. in the uh, in the subway yeah. because it was Halloween and they had all of the different characters all over the place yeah. on the streets. I, and on the I could be wrong on this, but if I wasn't, it cracked me the fuck up that one of the masks in the background of the subway scene was not just a scream mask. It was the scary movie mask, <laughs> which it? makes it even more meta. <laughs> this is the movie that's making fun of the movie that you're actually in, that you're now meditizing in this movie. Right. Like yeah. it was like, it, <laughs> I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. I did. I did notice a lot of the other horror movie sure. characters that were in there. And I thought that was a, that was a fun callback. And I think the mask thing was pretty cool too. Yeah. Like I liked the Yeah. Masks. I liked like how they did the, the the weathered mask on the first Which, one, and they, that was the original was mask. Right? They did the yeah. they did the yeah. they did the Rob Zombie Michael Myers like yeah. old, but it worked old exactly mask. It worked in this though. Of, yeah. But yeah, I I liked the I. <laughs> Even when, when Bob when, Duke was on the train again, they they brought back uh, somebody dressed up as the Bob yeah, Duke yeah. because of what they'd mentioned in the first movie. Yeah, when you get the like, reveal at the end of this movie, um, because the whole time, like the the idea that um. There's nine separate killers' masks, yeah, and they were all in, you know, police evidence somewhere. But somehow the killer got a hold of all of them and is leaving each of the masks at at each of the crime scenes, mm-hmm. counting down to the ultimate one, Billy Loomis, which is associated with mm-hmm. uh, Sam Carpenter. Um, that was, I thought that was such a cool angle, and yeah. I kept thinking like, what what could possibly like what is. At first, I just thought like, and they do a good job of making you think, oh, it's just somebody like, somebody who's obsessed with the story, who's obsessed with the franchise. But then you go back to the beginning and you think, the the one douche who just killed Samara Weaving, he says, "We need to finish this movie," and the killer yeah. right before he kills him, he says, "Fuck a movie, like fuck yeah. movies." And so you're like, okay, well that's not the that's not the motivation. Which I love so that what the, is it? I love that though because when when Jigsaw or Jigsaw when <laughs> Ghostface first uh, when it, in the very beginning of the movie he's like fuck the movies mm-hmm. like that right there is such a character shift right, right. from the first one yeah. like this is a very different Ghostface that we're dealing with this time yeah. in terms of like his attitude yeah. and that's why I was saying it more like you say it's much more brutal yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and well, I like really, that I yeah. thought it worked all of them because the, in the first one they're obsessed with the movies and the second one it's literally the film film student yeah is one of them the third one they are making a movie like, they're on the movie set like it's always all about yeah. the movies so the fact that it's not about right. the movies it's, is is like a breath of fresh air yeah it's, mm-hmm. it, and it's such an easy little switch too yeah. yeah okay so they brought back kirby we got to talk about kirby uh hayden pantier mm-hmm. um i <laughs> i like this movie a lot I thought that her as an FBI character or FBI agent was just a bridge too far. I, I just didn't believe oh, that's the bridge I too just, far. I just did not. I did not. Everything, buy. everything else up to that point was pretty I, on the up and it up. Was, yeah, yeah. But Kirby, as I, an just, FBI agent. I just did not buy her as an FBI agent. I liked her like at all. Oh, I, was, I, I, I liked her because my thought was after going through what you went through, why the hell would you put yourself in those scenarios like as a job? But then when, when she said, I did, I took a special I wanted interest. The, I wanted when she said, well, it was towards more towards the end where she said, I wanted the monsters to be afraid of me. Oh yeah. And I was like, Oh, all right. That tracks. I, yeah. I do get that. I just like, I don't know. She just, I don't know. It's like, it's like, 
I almost trying wish to she had fit maybe... a square peg in a round hole kind of thing. Like it just didn't. I think they needed a reason for her to be. Yeah. I don't know. I think they needed a reason for her to be involved, and that kind of made sense from the angle of how she could work her way into it. But at the same time, I feel like she needed to maybe be a little bit more of a bigger part in that respect to sell it a bit okay. more. I think really the only issue I had with it was. Because I I liked her as I liked her in the role of the FBI yeah, investigator. Same. My only issue I had was she was thirty years old. Would she already be like a lead investigator no. in the FBI? Excuse me, no, she wouldn't. No, be. No. At least I don't think so. Which is, I'm sure there's been maybe. young people in the FBI, but I'm sure they're probably in those positions for a very specific reason. But with her being like very closely connected to the Ghostface murders, maybe. Yeah, you know, maybe it would make sense for her to be like for her to be to for her to specialize in something like that. And I did to actually be put on the case. I I, don't know. I did think that for a little bit, I thought maybe she was the killer because of her affinity for horror movies in Scream 4. Sure. I thought maybe that was that could have been the case. Um, But yeah, ultimately, I actually kind of like who they made the killers because it was it was. Just as convoluted as the original Scream <laughs> Two killers were, mm-hmm. if you think mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. So if if Scream Five was the requel, and now they're kind of retreading that. Yeah. That makes sense. Instead right. of the mother, it was the father this time. Right. Right. That it, it, it kind of tracks and makes sense, and I I like the fact that they didn't go too crazy into trying to make the killer like mean something meaningful to the entire franchise mm-hmm. it's like no it's just somebody got dick hurt over their kid right. dying yeah. and uh you know they tied it back to the dick hurt, dick hurt <laughs> over <laughs> their kid dying <laughs> but like they tied it back to the to, to scream five because it, it was the family of richie mm-hmm. so understandable you want to kill them and mm-hmm. they killed your son and yada yada like it makes sense it's sure. serviceable for a horror movie it's it's whatever. Like it's the kind of it's the kind of resolve you would expect from a sequel, mm-hmm. if that makes Still sense. Still another I think, family tie in some yep, way. Yep. I think the uh, where you have to really suspend disbelief is the uh, like in order to brutally murder people, you kind of have to be a psychopath, you know, yeah. or at least a sociopath. Like it's uh, like the idea that. This is so they're they're a family out for revenge. That's one thing, right? Yeah. But they're but they're going around and brutally murdering, stabbing people yeah, to death, all, and stuff all like that. They're all fucked up. I was saying, but I feel like as a family, they are because the person they're avenging was he was nutty. crazy. So you think it was Killer. just like the whole? It was a whole family of psychopaths. Kind of. That's kind of what cool. I That's yeah, I That's fine. That's so. <laughs> the part That's that fine. was a little unbelievable to me was the that when they faked her death. Quinn's death. Oh yeah. I'm like that. Yeah. How would the you? The cops even... were there in like ten minutes. Well, I mean, no he even says the helps when you have a cop on the scene. And it can well, yeah, he made sure he was the first yeah. one out. But like, how did you and, like, get? How did you get, get a body out and get a new body? Like <laughs> that part was a little. Im- He's I mean, like, a I little kind prosthetics of work. I'm like, you, the coroner's not going to notice right. the prosthetics <laughs> on the on the body you gave them. Right. That 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 was probably the most unbelievable. I liked that it was the first time that's happened. In one of these movies, mm-hmm. it was something new, but I just feel like it wasn't believable. But once all. again, the the Ethan Ethan and Liv were the two Liv Quinn. Quinn Quinn uh, Ethan and Quinn were the two killers with with the dad 
cop guy. Yeah. Um, if you've seen the movie, you know who we're talking about. But Dermot like, Mulroney. Um, but like, I, once again, though, neither Quinn nor Ethan have the body type to embody the ghost face that's been menacing them through the entire movie. Yeah. Like, neither one of them could have possibly been the ghost face in the convenience store, for example. I mean, Ethan, maybe. He was... He, st- he was still a small guy, though. I don't... That ghost face was a bigger... He wasn't small. He was tall. Yeah, but he was... I don't know. His body type didn't seem to fit for me. He's under a cloak, you know? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I get what didn't, you're saying, didn't, though. Didn't seem the same. Um, how many days does this movie take place over? I think, like, a weekend. Yeah, Is that it? Just two. a weekend? It seems yeah. like it. Say, me. Well, because every day it's, seemed like Halloween. To yeah, me. I think well, it's <laughs> like the how like probably started on a Friday and resolved on a Sunday, so that yeah. way it was a full weekend of partying. Okay, because it, it was cool. kind of like the Halloween party they were going to. The first, the first part of the of the movie was like the Friday of Halloween, where they were having all the parties, and then maybe that Saturday or Sunday was actually Halloween when they're on the train. Fair, mm-hmm. and okay. that's and even I mean technically not even when they're on the train because that still could have been parties downtown in New York on a Saturday. Sure. So I think that that's, that's how they kind of explain away the, the reason for the, that makes sense. I guess, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It just seemed like if this took place over the course of a couple of weeks, I'm like, is every day Halloween? Right. (laughs) Why are there so many people just dressed up on the street? I want to live there. Right. Um, I think most of them take place within my, my one big thing with like all of the screen movies, except for the original, is nobody has really been able to capture the uh, capture the right feeling of the killer the way Skeet Ulrich and Matthew Lillard did. Sure. Yeah, like every everybody tries. Like every whenever somebody tries to do the I'm crazy kind of thing, like yeah. Matt Lillard just he was that like that was just yeah, you can't and and he that. was that character all throughout the movie too like yeah. it was like at the end of the movie when he was acting crazy it wasn't like he was suddenly like oh i'm batshit crazy like he was like that the whole movie yeah and then it was just amped up a little bit and so they had the dynamic between billy and 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 uh what the hell is Stu. his name Stu yeah. was billy was the cold calculating one and Stu was the one who was kind of out of his mind. Yeah. Mind. And every set of killers has tried to capture that. And the the person who's being like the crazy, oh, I'm crazy. It always comes across as super cheesy to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a like it's a put on. Like a, and that's the only thing. Like watching uh Ethan Landry in this one try to act like the crazy guy, I'm like, you are twelve. I, and you don't look crazy. Speaking of Stu, I feel like it, it was a little bit of a missed opportunity in this movie to not bring Stu back. I know people have been talking for years about, oh, Stu is still alive. Yeah. They even mention it in I some of the movies. They mentioned yeah. it in the six, in this And I, I feel like if they were going to do that, this would have been the movie to the pull one. the trigger on. I feel like if they try to do that in the next one, it's almost like it's a movie too late. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which Unless, is kind of a bummer. I don't know. Like, well, they, well Mindy Kirby... says it in this one where she's where Kirby and her are talking, and Mindy says, "If you believe he's, if yeah, you believe they, he's actually exactly dead. they drop yeah, the yeah. hints almost like they're kind of like leaving the door open a little yeah. bit." Um, I, I wish they would have done that, and I get it though. Maybe the next movie is all about how these requel movies always come in threes, right? It's always they always come in threes, and there's a big reveal at the end of yeah. it or whatever. Like they could absolutely. I mean, I, into it. I mean, I like the idea because like, up until this movie, have we ever heard 
that rumor, the idea that Stu might not yes, actually be dead. Four. Was it in Scream? Yeah, in Scream 4 they mentioned it too. Yep. So like it's it's so that is again, it's adding to it's adding to the folklore, you know what I mean? Yep. So it's cool it's kinda cool the idea of building it up for a few movies and then if you're actually gonna do it do it. Um I I also think too, did did Nev Campbell make the right choice in not doing this movie? And do you think that Gail died because originally they had the idea to kill Sydney? She didn't um, die though. Gail didn't die. Didn't the, she not die? No. At the very at the you think she's dead, and then at the very end, because when they take her away, they say that that she has a weak pulse. Yeah. And then at the very end, I don't remember who says it, but somebody said I talked to Mindy's on her way here, and Gail's still alive. Yeah. Oh, I think I missed that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Mindy shows up. Okay. Yeah. Well, then never mind. I take I take that part back. Because I thought I thought for sh- I kind well, of well, Gail even says she it. says tell tell. Sydney, tell Sydney he didn't get me. Yeah, I see. I thought that was like her last words, like don't don't tell her, that way, yeah. don't tell her that she's he's the one that killed me, kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just get past it. Just, just get past it. Ride it out. <laughs> Fucking soul. <laughs> my body. Speaking of which, while I was watching this movie today, in the middle of the day, which means fuck zero in this movie, um, my. Uh, ring doorbell was like there is someone at your front door I was like the fuck there is was it? like yes it was the oh. FedEx guy but like it was it, like the thing starts ringing it's like beep beep somebody's exactly at your like front Skeet door Ulrich. right I was like I was like of all the fucking times of this day for this to happen right now um I I, I just I have this note and I, I want to bring it up Gail's new boyfriend or whoever that she lives with mm-hmm. might be the dumbest character in a, in any horror movie I've ever seen in my life, they get a phone call. He knows her past, mm-hmm. right? Knows everything about it. Gets a phone call, and she's like, "Who is he?" He goes, "He says he's the killer." He says it's the killer, right, yeah. and then just Dumb. hands the phone to her, and then walks into Dumb. another room to call the cops. <laughs> what? But what? What are you doing, man? You deserve like, to die. Yeah, I kind of feel like he's that way on purpose. Like she's she's a because he's like those muscles didn't help him and she's like nope they sure didn't <laughs> like she gives zero fucks about yeah, oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah he yeah. is come he is just fully there for eye, con- <laughs> eye candy and get bringing her water apparently and <laughs> killers on phone calls but like that's literally his sole purpose because no one will ever compare to dewey do you think that her original character type was like described as like a tour de force kind of thing gail weathers I just realized that her last name is Weathers and her first name is Gail, like Gail wins. Yeah. Like Gail yeah. Weathers. Yeah. Like is that like like she's like can't stop her. She's, she's a, a force, force of nature. Of, force of nature. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. That's fun. Huh. Never put two and two together. <laughs> well, on that note, um, I I really like this movie a lot too. I think I liked Scream Parenthesis 5 Parenthesis better than Scream Six, only by a smidge. And I actually only by a smidge. And I actually think I liked six better just Fair. by just by a smidge. I love both Same. of them. Yeah, but I think I like six a little. I just love that. I loved how it kind of turned into like a, um, like a. I mean, they're all whodunits, but this one felt more like a police procedural. It did whodunit yeah. for it did. a little while, and I liked that. I kind of liked that that vibe that they set up. While also sprinkling in, you know, horrific murders. Yeah, I, I think that uh, I think that Radio Silence uh, has done the best job 
with this franchise as I've ever seen with the whole requel and then doing sequels on that requel. Uh I, I honestly think that this might be one of the, one of the better, if not the best ones that I've seen. Yeah. Like the Halloweens, the new Halloweens started strong, petered off real quick. In my opinion, in my opinion, at least. Um, and I, and I think what it has to do with, and there's, there's other ones that have done the same thing, but like, I feel like what it comes down to and what makes the scream series special is that it's not the same killers every time, right? You're not trying to breathe life into an old character, right? They're different every time, which is just like perfect for new storytelling. Right. Yeah. And then a lot of the, a lot of the, like, um, what's going on around the killer stays pretty consistent it's like a if it's don't if it's not broke don't fix it kind of thing well not, but only, not only does it say consistent but it also stays fresh because it can adapt to the world around it right they change you the know? right things yeah in these movies like they 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 keep the same aspects of what makes scream scream mm-hmm. while changing everything else about it yeah. And, yeah. and in reinventing it they reinvent the right pieces to the puzzle yeah with these movies, well, they with, are they are the thrice of the horror franchises. I'll, I'll take that. Right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Keep reinventing your your sound, even though you're the same band. Yeah. Unlike the used, who is like the Michael Myers of the music industry, where they just just they're just doing the same thing over and over, and they haven't really adapted to. And eventually, it's just an old man in a cave. Yeah. <laughs> screaming at a wall. <laughs> That's it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Bert. <laughs> anyway, that is Scream Five and Scream Six. Uh, we liked them. Yeah, we thought they were great. Yeah, bring on the screams. I'll take more of them. More screams. At screams. least one more. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we're due at least one more. Oh, for but sure. My guess is that we'll get one more, and then the franchise will probably die down after that. Yeah, that's my guess. Yeah. Um, because again, all these requels come in threes now. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, uh, man. That's uh, yeah, that's cool. I dug it. Thanks. She for, can dig it. We can dig it. Thanks he for can dig it. Thanks for coming, Jen. Anytime. Was it a blast? To be here. It always is. Yeah. I enjoy. Next it. time we'll do a stupid movie because I feel like those are the episodes that <laughs> we <laughs> excel at. With <laughs> Wait, those are, what are you trying to say? This, if, this episode's not even over. You've already said it's shit. No, it's good. No, it's good. Is that just, what you're trying to say? I'm just saying. Those do tend to be the, the you, funniest. You, ones. you are, you are. So much more expressive when the movies are so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> hey, what he's That's saying is, true. you're what he's saying. What he's trying to say is, you're at your best <laughs> with stupid things. That's why I'm friends with the two of you. That's that <gasps> when That's when true. deep thought is not involved. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well. That's it for this week. We don't know what we're doing next week. Mm, nope. Uh, so it doesn't matter. Check back in <laughs> next week. If you want to find us before then, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzz to Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzz to Kill PC. Uh, we're on all major streaming sites, so uh, find us. Tell, um, I don't know, tell uh, tell someone, tell anyone. Tell There's anyone. no rules. There's no rules this week. Just tell anyone. Yeah. Just call somebody randomly, ask them if they want to. Oh, do your friend number. Like the, it's your phone number, like one digit above. <laughs> call that person. Oh, yeah. And just be like, hey, <laughs> this is a sweet podcast. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, no, I've heard it before. It sucks. I mean, that's that's actually 
that's impressive. Yeah. If well, some random person's already listened to us, I'll take go. that. Far reaching suckiness. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll take it. Uh, if you want to pick up a free book, you can uh, check out our Audible link at audibletrial.com slash the Buzzed Kill Podcast. Yep. There's got to be like a scream book on there, right? Uh, Something. The scream novelization? Maybe. I don't know, but I'm going to look into it. Do it. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> next week. Totally different ending. Yeah. Totally different ending. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just ends up with Stu and <laughs> Billy just, just oh, fucking. Wow. That's that's the ending. <laughs> oh, Billy. And it all comes back to Dick. All right. And... We'll see you next week. Jen, thanks for coming. <laughs> Thank Anytime, you. Boys. Cheers. 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 Have a good night. Good night. Bye. <laughs>